Hey folks, Captain here. If you're listening and you missed the live broadcast, we had a bit of a technical glitch at the start of the show, which also affected the recording. Thus, the beginning starts off past the introductions, which also prompted me to do this introduction to add some context. Our apologies, and hopefully it won't happen again. Now on to the show. You know, to know. Yeah. Um, that relieved, you know, that aspect of it. And everything looked like it was bolted together well, so that that's going to be nice. I was kind of curious on what was going to happen when I started the car. Is that mm-hmm. all together? Anyhow, still nothing. Two days with ATF down each cylinder. I poured some ATF in each cylinder. Two days, tried again. Um, then that was a worker. So I was like, ah, you know, what the hell? I'll just put some uh, seafoam in there, too. So I have like a concoction, like a seafoam, oh an ATF in each cylinder, just trying to get it to hopefully just try to free up those those rings so I can get it to loosen up. Two days go by. Now, a week later, still, that sucker's locked. So I was like, okay. I told Chris, I was like, I'm about to pull the motor out and bring yeah. it to you. And he's like, yeah, bring it over. We'll hone it. And I'll re-ring it. And um, I'm like, oh. you know, like I was almost done. Like yeah. only thing left I had to do was do the oil cooler. And the coolant lines, and that went, and that was it. I could put everything together. Yeah, and the have motor definitely come. spun before. Yes, it definitely spun before. I was oh, there okay. when he got it. Okay. It definitely spun before. Okay. So, anyhow, I was like, okay, this is my last thing I'm gonna do. I'm thinking in my head, how can I try to jar this thing loose to get to free up without damaging the cylinders? I was like, wooden dowels. Wooden dowels. Wooden dowels. What did you do? So if you go to Home Depot, they sell dowel rod. Dowel rod is if you if you ever make you were wood, punching the piston down. Shh. Oh my god! Shut your mouth. <laughs> well, but but I was like, okay, okay. I got some wooden dowel rods that are like twelve inches long, and I got half inch because I wasn't sure what size. I want to get the thickest one as possible, so I got half inch and three eighths. Half inch didn't go down the hole. Three eighths did. So I put a dowel rod in each cylinder, and I just started going with the mallet, just lightly tapping, boom, 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 like for like ten minutes. Yeah, and then it started to move. Oh, I was like, really? okay, boom, 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 and then. It, and then, oh, then really? I got the spin. Yep. So um, I got it to spin. So did you check the inside and see the walls are scratched matter. up? It doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll see when we start it up. Oh, my God. I don't know why we'll you want we'll to get that far. Nah, well, I don't, I don't know. Anyways. Let's take the head we'll off. We'll see. Well, I was talking to Chris. Chris is like, yeah, I had water in my engine, and it locked up, and I got it to free up. It was fine. I was like, okay, we're going to go with it. We'll see what happens. Okay. Hey, worst case, well, worst case scenario, I get the car running and it moves around, and and I pull the motor out and have it re-ring then. But I just want to get it started, and and get everything going. Um, probably not a good no. thing to do. I probably should pull it up, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to keep pushing forward. <laughs> keep pushing forward. Push the rock. Yeah. Push the rocks and push, debris. Yeah, I mean, into I got, the walls. I got. I mean, I got everything. I got the Mac Macman alternator. Yeah. I got the um, the uh, under dry fluid flu, fluidine <laughs> fluid fluidine. What are you talking about? The damper? The yeah, the yeah. dampener um yeah. pulley. I, I got everything. I and then Chris ordered my water lines to go from the from the radiator to the from the trunk to the front. Um I found a way to I'm I'm basically gonna I found um I cut the water neck, the upper water neck for my um for the coolant system and made a flange and so basically I cut everything else except for like the flange and then trimmed it with the sander and my my um yeah. my uh what do you call it? Belt freaking saw. Yeah. yeah. A, a <laughs> band brain, saw? Band saw. There God, we go. The one you're... with the band on it and the yeah, saws. He sounds like he's been brain, yes. band sawing his brain apart. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough yeah, little bit. So like anyhow, rough. Um, I got that and then I ordered some pipe. I'm going to make mm-hmm. my own like um, my upper water pipe that has the, uh, it's going to have a little reservoir with a radiator cap so I can mm-hmm. bleed the engine. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll weld on a, um, 
the 16A in uh, fitting for the water line. Yeah. And I took the diff out, and this was another thing. So I took the diff out because I ordered a spool. Yeah. So I got a spool. It's a strange. Well, you have strange. the Ford. Yeah, the Ford 8.8. So. I had a 48.8 RARS rear end, the diff in there. Um, Chris fabbed up the rear end, and um, I pulled the diff out because I had to swap the two over to 330i uh, trailing arms. Mm-hmm. And because um, that's uh, seems legit, makes a kit that has the inner and outer stub axles for the diff and for the uh, trailing arms. Mm-hmm. And then they sell the upgraded axles. So I ordered that this week. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. No. You said you got the spool. Did you get new gears? Or no, no I'm just... going to keep the same gear because it's, it's a 373. Okay. And, uh, 373 felt good on the Z. So I had the same yeah. transmission. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So it, it should be fine. Um, so I got the, so I ordered a spool. I took the diff out and a diff. It's been sitting so long. When I pulled the cover off, it looked like somebody poured roofing tar inside of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I had to clean that out. So I cleaned that out today, yesterday and today. Um, I got that that all cleaned up. I'm going to put the spool in this weekend, put the diff back together. Um, seems legit garage. They, they may, like I said, they make the, um, they actually make the conversion it, kit with the, the, rear the end whole and sub, yeah, the, the whole, whole subframe frame, and everything. Yeah. But, um, I just got the axles. I got the upgraded <laughs> axles. It was like almost three grand. Yeah. Just for the axles and the, the stub axles and the axles. But the cool thing is I'd originally had a set of dual caliper, uh, dual brake caliper brackets for the rear for the 325 I, mm-hmm. the 323i, um, the 330i had different size trailing arms. So I was like, man, I'm going to have to sell these and then order new ones. So when I ordered the axles, I was like, hey, by the way, I had bought these before I planned on doing the diff conversion. Mm-hmm. They never been mounted. Would you swap them out? And the guy was like, yeah, man, just send them to us and I'll send you. I'll send you ones for the trailer. Oh, cool. So that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. So I appreciate Seems Legit, Seems Legit Garage for doing that for me because they didn't have to. They could, oh, charge a restocking fee or no, we don't do returns, whatever. Because yeah. I bought them a while ago. Yeah. And um, but that's, so that's cool. And then uh, so the Seems Legit Garage stuff is coming. And all my um, 135i BMW uh, brake caliper upgrade is in there. So I have M3 rotors in the rear and all new brake calipers. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's coming along pretty good. So mm-hmm. I'll have by hopefully mid next week, if I get some time, and everything comes in tomorrow from Seems Legit, I'll have the rear end completely done, which was something that was weighing on my mind pretty heavily because... I was always worried about the axle, and I probably could have saved a lot of money if I would have done sourced the axles. Locally. Yeah, but that's why I was trying to like, I was trying to say buy the axles because that's going to be the most difficult part. It is this. done. I don't. There's and no thinking. Done. Right. Yeah. I they have the stub axles for the inside. And, and they're the probably outside. they're pretty beefy anyways. Well, so I got the upgraded ones. Yeah, I got the so, outlaw axles. So, so yeah, you're never going to break them. Yeah. So I did the absolute axle upgrade. Um, now <laughs> I'm just putting everything back together. The only thing I still need. That I don't have or won the water lines, but Chris should have those soon. Jackson will order those for me. So I should have the water lines. Um, if you go there tomorrow, yeah. see if he's got them. Okay. And the only other thing I do, two other things I need. I need a wastegate and I need, um, if anybody has a wastegate, 44, 45 millimeter <laughs> that they're looking to sell on the low, let me know. Um, that need that. And then I need for when I ch- exchange the um, power steering pump. There is like a fitting that goes on the the, the power steering pump, so yeah. you can screw in the the um the power steering line. Yeah. And I didn't take it off the old pump when I traded it in. Oh. So I got to go to the junkyard and find that fitting on a power steering pump, and you get a new power steering pump bracket because my power steering pump mounting bracket is bent. Is the two J's the same? Yeah, two J's the same. Oh, so there's mountain right. two J's. There. Yeah, so I just gotta get the there's mount. There's a bunch of G uh, GS three hundred so over there. Yeah, well, there isn't now. I went there today. There was none. There was none. There was one 
but the power steering pump was gone. Really? There was a bunch the other day, last time I was there, yeah. but they they, they moved, they, they switched it out. out. Yeah, so uh, I went online, shoot. I looked up, and they didn't have it in stock. I'll let you know. I get I get alerts when they hit the yard. Okay, so let me know. Because GS300 hits the yard, I'll let you yeah, know. Yeah, I need the bracket. So I need the yeah. bracket, and I need the um the fitting that goes on the, the, in, the inlet, the outlet of the power steering pump. So I need those two things, and Brandon's going to have to get his butt to over here soon so he can wire it up, mm. and we can fire it up. Wire it and fire it. Let me wire ask you something. Fire it. I like the way it sounds. That's pretty cool. Wire yeah. it and fire it. Yeah. Anyways. Um, you posted up something on our uh, Dress Sessions account I that I did. wanted to actually uh, talk <laughs> about because I was actually surprised by the amount of uh, feedback that uh, it acquired, the, which I wasn't expecting. So tell us a little bit about uh, this post. Okay. So what was going on here is this was two days ago, I think, right? And I had purchased a sandblasting gun with a hopper and a hose and, and a sandblasting media. Um, cause I was going to sandblast the uh, trailing arms before I put them in. And I was just like, uh, I don't, I don't have the patience for that. I'm just going to freaking throw them in the car, which I did. Um, I went to go return everything and I'm returning my items at Harbor freight. And I'm sitting there waiting for the guy to do the, the paperwork. I look over to the right. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah, you haven't seen that. You saw it before. Oh, I'm always in Harbor Freight, so yeah. I, I, yeah, but it's not. I didn't see. You know it. I, I don't ever look for sockets. Though. You know what's funny it's about by the cashier. You know what's cool about Harbor Freight now is they're really like targeting, like mechanics. Like yeah. with this, I mean, come on, it's like a perfect joke, right? But no, but, but you, you mean that. You know, people know, didn't even know that. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, they they are the only ones that sell it. I think right. Okay, so it's not a shock to him. It was a shock to me. Okay. Also, if somebody that visits Harbor Freight a lot, I, I mean, I have a Harbor Freight right next to work, so I go there. Oh, that's why. Yeah. All the time. I, I go maybe like it's once. It's a brand new one, so it's super clean. Yeah, I go like once a month, maybe. That, <laughs> yeah, that. No. But anyhow, I was I was shocked. So I was like, I got to take a picture of this. I mean, it's it's whatever. You always see the memes, right? The 10 millimeter, can't find yeah. my 10 millimeter, 10 millimeter socket keychains in case you lose it, you have one. Yeah. Well, you found one at uh, King of Us W. Yes, did. that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Somebody's always losing them. Right. <laughs> You're always losing your 10 millimeter. Which he lost that one. Yeah, and I got it. That was the next one I had. <laughs> but I have a BMW. So doesn't really help me too much because on my car I'm everything mostly eleven mil and thirteen mil. Okay, but Deutschland. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna like auction this off or something? No, no, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it because I, I don't. I oh, have, you didn't buy it. I have plenty of ten millimeters. Oh, like I said, okay. I, I work on mostly BMW, so it's mostly eleven mil, thirteen mil. It's not ten mil. Yeah. All right. Yeah, eight mil. Japanese cars. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a Japanese car. Definitely, if you the Nissan. Yeah. My Toyota. car's got a lot of ten mils on it. Yeah, even on even on the Jay Z, on the Jay Z, everything, every bolt that I swapped, I swapped it over to thirteen mil bolts. Yeah, I know it sounds kind of weird. I bought I bought a lot of special bolts for this. Okay. Why I've been building it because I want everything to be either eleven, thirteen, some are ten. You know, some but but most of it is going to be the things I need to take off are going to be like that that eleven, thirteen size. Hmm. But um, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I was like, That's I gotta really take cool. a picture of this because I don't know who else knows about this. And it actually got a lot of traction. I yeah. was actually surprised to see Colette Davis was like, hey. Yeah, that's cool. That's neat. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I was so surprised too. Like um, JMF64 yeah, was like, yeah. oh, I didn't even know this was available. Right, right. I know. So yeah. I guess it's something Somebody that. Somebody thought I was joking. I was like, is this legit? I was like, yeah, man, it's legit. Go, go grab one. <laughs> I was actually, I was thinking about doing is I was going to get, because um, Jackson got a new shop. and He's probably not going to watch this, so it's fine. But I was gonna get the fire extinguisher, like you know, break glass in case of emergency, and then buy that and put it inside of it. Oh, it'd be, be like good. a new shop gift for him. And, <laughs> yeah, and that'd be good. That'd yeah, be good. an emergency. Yeah, in case good. of emergency, break yeah, glass. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah, and it'd be a ten to ten million socket set. So I'll probably do that. Yeah, that'd be great. Next couple of weeks as like a uh, housewarming gift for his new shop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. But otherwise, with the car, 
Yeah, everything's coming along. That's good. good news. It's a lot of work ahead because I got to put the transmission back together. Um, I still have to figure out the sizes of the um, the brake lines for the rear TM together to put them to the master because um, I'm going uh, boosterless with just a pedal set. This one has a internal slave, right? What do you mean? Oh, the yes. Slave. Yeah, the transmission. You make sure it works? It's brand new. Okay. Well, <laughs> it was. You put the transmission. Six years ago, it was brand new. Yeah, before okay. you put the transmission. No, it's all, it all slides. Mm-hmm. See, it's good. I'd have to bleed it while it's out. I guess I could bleed it while it's out. Yeah. Might not be a bad idea. I would check it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that might be something I'm doing before I put the transmission on. Oh, boy. One thing that's pretty cool, though, is that's... that the line is long enough to where I can drop the transmission on the ground and I don't have to disconnect the line. Yeah, but it still sucks to have to go change that damn thing. Yeah, it wasn't easy for that transmission. It's tightener. Yeah. yeah. If, if you have a bad, you put all that thing together and you're like, oh, damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My yeah. clutch doesn't go. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, that's yeah. so that's that's what's going on with me in the yeah. car. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. And we're going to talk about, just mention that uh, upcoming events, we have the OSW. They're going to have a class qualifier on January 14th. So yeah, they, they have yeah. that. Uh, so basically, everybody's broken into classes. I think they want to have uh, B or C, B, A. Don't they have like a lot of classes? They should do it like, you ever watch Top Gear? Like when it was Top Gear before um, they became... Um, before uh, before came Grand Tour. Uh, Grand Tour. Yeah. They did the thing where they had they made their own train. Their own train? You didn't see that? I saw that. They, I so they made they their own made train. Their own so train. they had like like first class. Oh no. And then they had like coach class. Oh <laughs> and really? Then, and then Jeremy Clarkson was a charge the last one. He called a scum class. Scum class. So <laughs> they should do that for that probably people would be offended. Yeah, no. So they run like a class qualifier, even though they don't really stick to it. I think at one point they were sticking to it, but now they're more like open to Letting people tandem on the skid pad, even if you are a you know B or an A driver, hmm. um, is that to, you think that's to let the more seat time? I think it's if if you're new, probably you want to do it and just see where you're at, and or maybe just want to you know kind of get an idea. But basically, they I guess they they kind of assess your driving um, and and rank you there. I wonder if it's gonna be um, tech requirements to tandem. I don't think so, hmm. um, because they let me tandem, and I like I yeah. I never did the class qualifier. Oh, that's true, yeah. And they let me tandem, so yeah. Well, you're so. special, Paul. They didn't know who I was. They didn't know who you were. No, I have no idea. They Nobody knows. Well, who I am. they do now with all the fires that you put out. Yeah, they don't know who I am. They that's do. True, oh, man. you're the guy that blew the engine. Yeah, on you're the guy with oil. You're the guy that put the oil over the track. Yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah, then you have that that event coming up, and then what's what else? Uh, well, then we also have uh, Fuel Fest uh, making uh, a return for this year at uh, West Palm Beach. In a much better time of year. I think last year was like in July, right? No. It was in February last year. It was pretty early. Mm, it was, was pretty it? early in the year, yeah. Really? I thought it was in, no, I thought it was in like May or Ju- July. I don't June. know. I know. Pretty it, sure. It was before. Uh, uh, I can find check. out. Was it after around one of Clutch Kickers? Uh, I don't remember now that, now that you mentioned now you it, miscompopulated. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I could find that for you. But they're gonna be back and they're gonna be doing their thing again. Uh, we still don't know yet. We gotta look at our schedule to see if we're gonna be able to uh, make it to the event. Mm-hmm. But if everything everything works out, we shall be making an appearance. I mean, I think I could say we're gonna be there, pretty confident, because one way or another, we're gonna find find our way in there. 
<laughs> okay. One way or another, we're going to find our way in there, and we're going to cover the event, <laughs> cover the drifting, cover the car show, and just have a good time there. Okay. Hopefully, Paul get his car done. Yeah, I hope to God. Uh, February 26, 2022. Yeah, see? So that's when same, it happened. Same, same weekend. Really? Yep. Yeah. And really. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It, I, I, I figured this out by Man. going on their uh, page and looking at their live stream when that huh. event that took place, and I see mm. that it's February 26, 2022. There you go. Really? So Interesting. Deal More with that, know. Paul. Yeah, yeah. in your face. In my face. Um, yeah, no, I'm trying to drive. I want to crash into uh, Gabriel's door. Oh, so that's my, get that's all my his goal. Garbanzo beans. Yeah, I'm gonna smash his garbanzo make some beans. Hummus. I'm gonna make some hummus on his door. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a thing of signing up for events and then Not, hoping that it's gonna motivate you to get the car together to be able. And then be like, I don't have time. <laughs> hey, hey, that's what I do. It's what he know? does. That's what I does. All right, Otherwise, so, I wouldn't be having no motivation to get the car done. Okay. So what, that's the only reason I got the card done last time is because I'm like, I gotta drive. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I've already paid. Like, losing money. Gotta do it. Otherwise, I'm like, eh, I don't really want to work on this piece. Do they of accept thing. refunds? Chris? It's Chris. Jackson's, he goes, Jackson's he goes straight to Jackson's website. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. You go to sign up. It's like, US Drift Circuit. Ah, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've been fooled. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Chris. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like a Scooby Doo episode. <laughs> Don't turn those kids. It wasn't fuel fest the whole time. Cheekies okay. foiled again. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. So then now we know what's going to happen. And um, what was the registration process like? So I don't know. It's the registration process is a little, a little weird because it says that um, you will be reviewed. And if you, uh, if they choose not to let you go, your money will be refunded. So I don't know if Chris is going to like deny me or not. Oh, we'll okay. See. Yeah, so, so if mind. I get a refund, I'll know why. And I'll go over to Chris's shop, shop. and be like, I want more than a refund, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I guess they're doing a competition. I don't know. I was yes, trying, I saw that. I was trying to talk him into doing um, Adam an LZ's exhibition. layout. No. Do an exhibition, not a competition. Adam LZ's layout. Because everybody says they, they seem to work, turn out pretty well, and it wasn't too long. So it was a nice, fast entry. You could do high speed entry and then it was like a, almost like a p or r shape design they come in high speed do a sweeper right in front of the audience and then come on out and then everybody would line up on the track because last time i think it was a little too long was it too long and you had it was potholes. long and you're just trying to you're trying to not just blow your car up because you're like got these gigantic potholes and ready to rip your right. wheel off yeah so i think that um adam lz's layout kind of avoided the potholes the way they did it yeah i did yeah. Yeah. And it was, like you mentioned, it, it was shorter and it just seemed to flow a bit better. And it was a bit, I mean, I could understand in a sense why they did that, but it just caused too many problems. There was a point that they actually had to shut it down so that way they could. Relzy? No, for, oh, for uh, Fuel, yeah, Fuel Fest. Yeah. They had to shut it down of, I guess, weld something on, on one of the potholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, well, yeah, what they, was well, that they, they welded a manhole cover down. I'm sure. I'm sure a city went by. What the hell? Somebody welded the manhole covers down. Yeah, yeah. I, well, did it work, Paul? Yeah, yeah. Because well, we, we kept on knocking off the manhole, and then after that, it was like mm-hmm. not anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. But Chris wants them to be able to hot lap. That's why he wants to run it that way because he could throw them on the track and hot lap anyway. Well, I guess you can. You were hot lapping. You could just stay on the course. 
before. He would throw people out and it would just be this endless hot lapping and people would go around. But there's so much time there. Like there was a lot of downtime because people were running out of tires. And so I, think I didn't run out of tires. I drove the whole day. I got, never got out really? of the car. I thought people were running out of no, tires. I, no, it's okay. If you're tandeming, yeah. But if you're a solo driver, you're just like sitting in your car for hours. Drifting? Or Not waiting? drifting. Oh, waiting. Waiting. Right. Yeah, it sucks for solo drivers. Yeah. It, it always sucks for solo drivers, though. It does. Because the tandem guys always, you know, get to go. They get to have all the fun. The fun. All the fun yeah. is with the tandem guys. Yeah. Anywho. So that's why I'm, gonna, I'm just going to follow Gabby and then hit him. Mm. <laughs> I, I like to see how the um, conversation, uh, the, the exchange afterwards at work, yeah. Oh, that's got to turn out between that's both of you if there's a, a lot of contact between yeah, both of them. Because he wasn't, after Gabby did, what was it again, America's Union, he, yeah. he didn't have a lot of good things to say about that that experience. No, he was pissed at all those guys. Well, he never went to Argentina, did no, he? No, they never took, they no. never sent him. They canceled all that stuff. What a bunch of liars. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, never, was, he won the trip to go to yeah, Argentina. He, he was supposed him to. Him and uh, who else? Uh, uh, Taylor Ray. Taylor Ray also. Well, no, Taylor Ray wasn't going to go. He gave it away. Uh, Leo Alvaro, uh, Alvareta, um, Savio won. A couple other guys won. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they they never flew anybody out. Well, that's not cool. Not Damn. cool at all. I wonder what happened. No. Uh, I do want to say, um, COVID did happen. That was it. Was during COVID. Yeah, yeah. But they, they had stricter lockdowns. Okay. <laughs> but I will say, so I don't know his real name. I'm assuming it's Drew. But Drewski Drift and Carlos, I sent, they had messaged me because remember I gave away the shirts. Right. So only two people asked me for shirts. Gave away what shirts? I had a bunch of shirts left over and uh, we were watching last time. I was like, hey, if you guys want a shirt, just message me free. I'll send it to you because I haven't yeah. I had a ton of shirts. Oh, shoot. And you should have um, told me I got stickers too. Well, oh. anyway, it's only two people messaged me. It was oh. uh, Drewski Drift and, and uh, Carlos. Um, so they hopefully get their shirts soon because I mailed them out on actually Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. So, and then I got rid of all the other shirts. So what a shame. Everybody that watched, you missed out. Oh, so it was just a limited run? Yeah. Yeah. I got rid of all the shirts. That was it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, no, I have, I had, I had four totes of shirts. I just was like, my wife's like, you got to get these out of here. So I was like, well, before I get rid of them, let me at least try to give some away. Yeah. You okay. know, to people yeah. that are watching. Hey, if you're going to watch, just, you know, thank you for watching and here's some shirts. They're brand new shirts. And only two people sent messages. Oh, and then okay. I got rid of the rest of the shirts. So, yeah. Well, uh, one of the lucky individuals that got a shirt uh, just dropped a message in the chat by saying, um, it was me. I, I just got them today. LOL. I love the keychain. Also, awesome yep. surprise. Yep. That was by The Bandit X. Ah, good deal. What um, keychain? I had he, a bunch had- of keychains. So I said, I'll throw a keychain there too. I think, yeah, I gave him like two or three shirts. So I was like, I threw like two nice. or three shirts in there. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, you used to have these little turbo keychains. I and still got them. Pistons. You still have them? Yeah, I still got those. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess if somebody wants one, you, like, you blow on them and they... <laughs> 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 little turbo whistles. Well, I'm joking. Yeah, He's got a bag of them. Yeah, I got a bag oh, of them. Oh, we okay. We were going to car shows well, and trying to say, sell uh, stuff. Why don't you say if you come find us at uh, at Fuel Fest, you could get a free turbo. Um, I have a blow-up valve. Oh, look at that. Kind of cute, right? Even it's kind of adjustable. Cute. I think it's set for like nothing. No, uh, oh, if oh, it's this one, right yeah, towards yeah, that camera, right? yeah, not that one. I don't know. Yeah, so that's goof. one. I had that. I got yeah the Turbski, like uh the chrome multicolored 
I have a bunch of those. I should put them up at like an Amazon price sell them, right? Yeah, put them on Facebook. Or Facebook. I did. Nobody ever wants really? them. Yeah, yeah. I don't, and a little wheel. Um, I think the one I sent I sent him was I sent it a little helmet. Because you never know yeah, what, what somebody's going to like. The, the helmet's kind of like universal if you like racing. Yeah. Um, what else do I have here? The helmet one. Oh, oh, visor goes up and down. Well, that's cool. I have some pistons. So some little pistons. Oh, I remember the pistons. Yeah. Yep. And then um, I have, ooh, I only have one shock absorber. Oh, yeah. yeah remember that absorber. one. I actually have a little one with a little rotor. <laughs> a little rotor. And what else do I got? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're, me and my wife. These are all keychains. These are all keychains. Yeah, these are all keychains. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were going to car shows. I was trying to stall, like, you know, make shirts and try to. Make some extra money on the side, and that was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> waste of money, too. Well, at least you're well, I'm not uh, good honest at, with yourself. Well, I'm not good not at good marketing selling. myself. Like, I can, I can sell parts and stuff on my car because it's like I have the patience to just leave it up there until it sells. So a lot of times I sell quite a bit of stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Uh. But, like, trying to market a, a brand, or I'm just not good at that. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, anywho, all right, uh, let's go and switch gears and uh, talk about one of the uh, unfortunate news items that took place was uh, yeah. Mr. Ken Block, who unexpectedly passed away, which for me was just definitely a, a surprise. It's one of those things where you don't really believe it at first because right. of all of the just random hoaxes that people like to do. Is like, oh, Joe Rogan passed away or this right. other person passed away. But Ken Block, I was like, okay, strange. But then when I saw that it was on TMZ that reported it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is legitimate. Yeah. And then the, f- the questions start pouring in is as to like, well, how did it happen? Mm-hmm. Where did it happen? What was he doing? Mm-hmm. Was he by himself? And all these things. And just to hear... Just the way how it all just transpired. It's just, you know, just very unfortunate, very sad. Yeah, it is. It sucks, especially his daughter. Was she 16 or 17 or something like that? And she was getting into it, too. I know he was really close with her. So, yeah, that's not a way to start off a new year. No, definitely hopefully not. that's not like the omen for 2023. I mean, that's to lose somebody like Ken Block on the first day of the year. It's like, oh, geez, what's, what's to come, you know? Yeah, that no, was really sad. He's got three daughters too. And well, there's like, also another drag race, a, a real fa- famous drag racer that died, died as well. too. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, I forget his name now because we don't really follow drag racing, but mm. yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, same day, but the same day, same day. Yeah, the first. Yeah, he died on the same day. Same, same day. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people were, you know, doing a lot of stuff, you know, having fun. So, you know, sometimes when you have fun, you. Well, he he was pretty. He was on the extreme sports side too. Right. Ooh, the the drag uh, strike? No, not the drag strike. I'm talking about. Oh Ken, yeah, Ken no, Cam Block. Block. I mean, he could have died at any point of one of those stunts. Yeah, that he does. right. Exactly. I so. mean, there's a lot of things like that Mustang. You see it almost hanging off that side of that cliff. Mm-hmm. I mean, at uh, Pikes Peak. There's a lot of times that he could have died. That you know, it's just you know, it's just it's actually you know, it's just a roll of the dice. You know. Yeah, you can only tease death so long, so many times before it catches up to you, but. Yeah, it's just not snowmobile accident. It's like really. Yeah, out of all the things that he's yeah, done, all the things all he's the done, crazy snowmobile things accident. Done. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's kind of like yeah, it's just sad for the kids. But you know, yeah. It also reminds me of um, just uh, what happened with Michael Schumacher, hmm. Formula One champion who evidently was you know put his life on the line in multiple yeah, occasions. But he came back. Right, well, he? hang on, just. 
Hang on. Man. With Hang him, on. it was just one of those things where he was put into many situations where he could have passed away. And I mean, luckily, you know, nothing serious. But then he was out on uh, skiing. And it just so happens that he just fell and hit his head on a rock. Mm-hmm. But it did it in such a way where it just kind of made him just it paralyzed him pretty much. Like yeah. it just put him in a. I mean, I don't know what's the you know proper paraplegic, term. Paraplegic or whatever is what they call but it. But basically, he was just in a really bad uh, state mm-hmm. where um, you don't, you know, they he's under uh, 24-hour care. Right, right, yeah. he's And yeah. it's just, you know, you hate to see those kind of things just take place. And just for Ken Block to just go away like that, it was just... Uh, yeah, it wasn't expected, right? I mean, well, it never is, but I didn't know he was 55. I thought he was, for some reason, I thought he was younger than that. Yeah, I thought the same too. So it gives me hope. I still right. got time. <laughs> I still, yeah. I'm not dead yet. Yeah. And, and the other thing too that happened around the same time, you had, um, and again, but not, nothing related to the automotive world, but uh, Jeremy Renner, uh, the actor, just mm. happened to yes, have that's right. yeah. his, he got ran over mm-hmm. by his uh, snow cat as he, he was trying over? to. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, he got seriously injured. He was Stay out of the snow, people. It's yeah, dangerous. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, it's like motorcycles, and he, and like, and all that stuff is super dangerous to be getting. And I guess, well, what happened to Ken Block is that his his snowmobile fell on him. Oh, right. Yeah, I haven't. I yeah, didn't... it fell on top of him. Oh God. Yeah, it fell on top of him and crushed him. So uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. I mean, riding motorcycles, riding snowmobiles, all that stuff where you can fly off of it or it can fall on you is dangerous. I mean, that's why cars are so like. I mean, drifting is so safe. In comparison, I mean, in yeah. comparison, you're yeah. in a cage. You typically you're in a caged car. Right. You're not going fire very fast. You like a fire, fire suppression system. Helmet. But you know the only thing that I could say that we can find like joy in is that you know he was doing something he loved to do when he died. Yeah. I mean, he, I'm sure he he loved riding. I mean, was it like a special snowmobile or he just got it done or something? I wouldn't know. I mean, he was. I'm sure he was having a blast. You know, right. Same thing with Paul Walker. Paul Walker, same thing. He used to take took his friend out for a test ride in a car. He, he was doing what he loved to do. Died doing what he loved to do. That, but those Porsches. What I think I saw a meme saying like Stingrays, Porsches, and snowmobiles. You know, like mm-hmm. because you know, um, what's the uh, wildlife guy that died with the Stingrays? Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin, and then Paul Walker with the Porsche, and and now uh, Ken Block with the snowmobile. It's like, man, it's like, but they were. Doing what they love to do, all of them, all three of them, right? So, I mean, if yeah. you're gonna go out, at least you do, you know, going out doing what you love to do. That, that's at least there's something honorable in that, right? Right. I just, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm kind of at a loss of words. Just, yeah. uh, just thinking about it, just uh, regarding this topic. But well, it's like legendary, I mean, right? I mean, the man, these men died doing what they love to do. Right. It's, right. it's, it's, it, you can at least find some kind of like peace in that because it, instead of like, okay, this guy, Ken Block, was doing all these crazy stunts and probably could have died a hundred times doing all these stunts that he's done mm-hmm. um, and then gets sh- mugged and shot and killed in the street. Yeah, it's like there's no did. glory in that. Right. That's like yeah. dishonorable. Right. It's almost like back in the samurai. You, you want to die at war, right? That whole warrior kind of mentality. And these guys died. Died, you know, died during battle. I guess if you well, want. To look there's at it like also that. those uh, instances that he had. Um, he had crashes in, in his rallying career. 
Yeah, yeah. And it was. I mean, he now he did his. Um, well, look at Travis Pastrana. All right, that man's broken freaking. I think every bone in his body, and he's still going. Looks like he's graduating to cars because I think it's a little more safer. Because now he's starting to do the the um, similar similar camel lock video. So maybe uh, Travis will carry on the torch, right? Because he did that. He did that video recently where he was at County Line. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, right. That was just. I mean, if we want to talk about that, one of the things that really stood out is that when he drove over, I think the was a Keepus Gain or somewhere in the Keys. Well, so yeah, so they clip it together. He's obviously not. These are multiple different locations that are way away from each other. So it looks like it's a nonstop run, but right. <laughs> he's like at Fort Lauderdale. And next thing you know, he's, he's jumping, uh, yeah, down in, in the Keys somewhere, yeah. jumping a bridge. Yeah, but I think he was going over 100 miles per hour when he just oh, went he was airborne booking with it. it. Yeah. He was booking it like that. Is, that would, he was moving it to jump that bridge like that. He was flying, definitely for sure. But then they they did that scene in County Line where he was doing donuts around the the monster trucks or whatever the the jacked up trucks. But you notice how he went through the like the second left turn that we do, and there yeah. was a guy doing the the jet ski. Mm-hmm. What did they fill that with water? Is that like a rock pit now or something? You notice that was full of water. Yeah, I noticed that too. What that was. So you know where we used to. So when you go in County Line and we would do the first left or second left, there was that big round circle that we would sit in the middle and we would judge, or we yeah. had like lights in there. Yeah. Well, it was totally full of water and had a guy in a jet ski there. So when when Travis Pastrana shot, he shot right through that middle section. Yeah. And there was a guy in a jet ski that guy did a flip. I mean, there's there's deep enough where he could do a flip on a jet ski. And in the, a, in the, a, injury, the injury here? No, in that round center, <clears throat> that center where we would sit and, mm-hmm. and judge. Like I put my truck. No. That yes. Was, there was not water in there. Yes, there was. No. If you go yes. back to the video, that is, no, where that where is, was is that? that's at the entrance. You know, the remember there was a circle at the entrance? That's not at the entrance. Yeah, that's I, in the. I, I guarantee you. You think it's at the entrance? I guarantee you. Okay, I'll take his word for it. It looked like it was. Yeah, where the beginning of the drag strip was. Yeah, no, it didn't. I have to watch it again. No, well, anyhow, still it was that, interesting. Still, that wasn't deep. That was no, that wasn't a hole. Like they dug it out and put water in there or something. Anyhow, well, that was a weird video too. That they kind of they made it piece they pieced it together like he's driving through Miami. That, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like no, these two places are completely different. They're, they're like like 15 miles away from each other. Like 10, 15, like, not even 20 close. miles yeah. away. Yeah, he's like God. Yeah. I think one's like in the Keys and then right, that, exactly. That's like. Yeah, you're not, you're talking miles and miles. It's away. the miracle of editing. Yeah, no, but crazy. that's Ken Block's videos were a lot of a lot of them like that too. But yeah. maybe Travis Pastrano will carry on the torch. Yeah, it seems uh, like uh, as cool as it was to see the bits about Kind Line, it just uh, depressing. Yeah, it was a, it hit uh, differently for me. Hit you in the feels. Yeah, just to see that uh, it's just the fact that it's there Imperfect. and we can't. Touch it, you know, access it. Yeah, do I'm telling you, we need to get a filming permit and f- do a video of an event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. no, when it's not an event, we're shooting a video that oh, is it looks an like event. an event. Yeah, so right. that's why we're making a video of an event. Yeah, yeah we have all these extras. <laughs> yeah, we do an invitation only yeah. and invitational. Yeah, we'll do uh, drift sessions invitational. We're we're filming right. LZ's invitational. Uh, drift sessions yeah. invitational. Drift, drift sessions invitational. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll bring everybody back from the old school, and we'll just we'll get like yeah. uh, twenty dry thirty drivers, yeah, so and then cool. we'll the movie's called we'll King get a bunch of extras, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and we'll do a video. Yeah. No. no, I mean, if we can make it happen, sure. But mm. I did look into it a bit, and it's not going to be cheap. I'll tell you that much. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh-huh. Uh, we're talking about at least a one hundred dollar um, application fee, oh, and then easy. we have to get an insurance that's, that's um, that has I think a one million dollar yeah. coverage. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like twenty five hundred bucks for the day. Twenty five hundred bucks. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. Chris can get that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's what he has to do anyways when he does those events. Ah, all right. So, well, that makes sense. I mean, it's doable. It's definitely doable. You just you have can to do it. You have to get like you know, do limit to like thirty drivers and do like an invitational and then. Um, do uh, pre-registration only and then close the gates, right? So it's not open to the public. Hmm. And do like a private day at County Line. Well, you just gave a bunch of people out there uh, a new idea to explore. Hey, it's fine. Well, uh, if it happens, invite us. We'd like to yes, go. Yes, yes. Oh, I, I shouldn't have said that, right? Yeah, right. Well, I'm sorry. Too late. It's already out there. But not in bad. any case. Uh, I think out loud. You got to stop me earlier, man. So my wife always gets mad because I always say so I always <laughs> say stupid things. Anyways, hey, they're saying loose lips sink ships. ships. Yeah, my ship is sunk a long time ago. <laughs> uh, in any case, um, so uh, our condolences to Ken Block and the family uh, mm-hmm. for uh, just the tragic news, and um, uh, I'm sure they, um, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. What but, can you say? Yeah. Um, so Paul. Yeah, you had an interesting uh, trip not too long ago. Where you went to Orlando, and how the, um, what you do there? So um, Chelsea Denofa had uh, offered uh, a class. He put it up on his Instagram that he's going to be offering a class, and I signed up for it because you know anytime I can try to get a little more knowledge from Chelsea, I feel like it's a, a good opportunity. So I took the opportunity. I paid the money. Uh, the, it was quite a bit of money. And uh, Reese Marin, by the way. Reese Marin was there. Yes, exactly. Um, How much was it? I think it was like $200. That's not too bad. It's not bad for the amount of knowledge he's given, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you guys synced hours and hours and hours and years pretty much into drifting. So um, that being said... Um, it was it was really good. Uh, it was a lot of people there. Um, Savia was there. Uh, Duarte was there. Um, fellow, fellow was there. Um, I'm trying to remember who else was there. But there was a lot of guys. How many people would, would you say? I'd probably say good 30, 40 maybe. Okay. 30, 40 maybe guys. Good classroom. It was in a well, it was in a college classroom. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice uh, setup. Um, Did you get your ID? Your school ID? No. The only thing I would say is that they should, they should have brought they should have like did food or something like that. Oh, they did pizza. Um, oh, I did his class. Uh, they didn't do pizza. I, I did I did his thing. class quite a few years ago with Rich the Burger Burger. Yeah. Okay. And and yeah, he he, he got like Domino's. Or oh something. yeah. Yeah, but I mean something like that would make sense, I guess. Um, maybe he did. I mean, I just didn't remember. But um, either way, it was the class was really good. He he basically. I don't know how much it's. I think it's a little different than the class you did. Basically, what he was going over is sustainability of drifting, making drifting sustainable <clears throat> for you, the driver, right? So, making like coming up with ideas to be able to save money and make drifting cheaper for you. Because if you make drifting cheaper, it's going to be you're going to do it all more often. You're going to do more events. You're going to drive more, and all these things. And basically, that's what he said he was doing. His whole goal with the uh, Fox body was sustainability. So okay. he made the car as light as possible, as simple as possible, so that way it wasn't a lot of money to fix. Um, and being light, it means he didn't have to, he doesn't get that much wear on tires. 
He doesn't have to run that much horsepower, so he's got more sustainability in a in a power plant because he's not trying to run ridiculous horsepower mm-hmm. to try to keep up with people because he's light. So less less money on tires, less money on power plant, just less money all around. He said that car seventeen thousand. He said he could build another one for seventeen grand. Really? Yeah, that same exact car. Now, okay, can he build it with all his connections, <clears> or can anybody? No, build he said it? you can. Anybody can build that car for seventeen grand. Oh, okay, that's what he said. Because he's got a lot of connections. Yeah, yeah I know. But he's saying anybody can build a car for seventeen grand. He said pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, but I mean, so he goes into like a bunch of like it. It, it could be longer if you wanted to. Wait, hang on. Uh, before we move on, I do want to ask you a couple of things. Did he? Give examples on on vehicles that are ideal for this say sustainability uh, topic, or um, was he just like, talking like about the like Chelsea Sustainability Act? He, he, <laughs> <laughs> right. he would want want more wanted to know what people had, right? And everybody was pretty much the same, either E thirty six, E forty six, um, you know, Z's, yeah, G's, yeah, or you know, something. Any like. odd. Uh, Platforms. Uh, I think there was somebody with odd, odd chassis. Somebody with an odd chassis. I just don't remember what it was. Um, there was a couple of guys that do FD tuning, so they they're really? they're tuners for like car setup guys for FD teams that were there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was a couple guys there that were FD team. All they all they do is set up the cars for the guys. Really? Wait, wait. Yeah. But are they were they part of the class? They were students. They were oh, so they were there for. They were there to learn from Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'm not. Sh- they they were asking some questions and and getting some information. Um, you know, Chelsea was talking about the craziness with the subframes and stuff like that. What do you um, mean by that? Well, the craziness with their subframe, they swap out a subframe in five. And oh, you're talking so, about his uh, the RTR team? Yeah, he says how he how he, he he drills those guys like crazy on far as how much to you know how to how to swap how long it takes them to swap out everything. So they have everything timed out on how to swap every part in there. So car. if they have to change a part, they know right away. They know how long it's going to take. Do, they don't even do. know. They don't even have to think about oh how long is it going to take. They know exactly how long it's going to take them. So they can they can they can say okay is it worth it or is it not worth it right because we know it's going to take us seven minutes if it's going to take us seven minutes we're not going to have we can't we need we need more than five minutes right wait wait why waste the time trying to get it yeah. done we're not even gonna we're not even gonna try it that's smart that's yeah a good that's a good it helps you yeah. make those decisions yeah he says he can't do a subframe change in in five minutes they can do it in seven minutes oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, okay. it was like crazy, like subframe change. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's insane, dude. One another thing, I mean, a lot of the stuff was, I mean, one thing I thought he he he, he mentioned that was he, he really is a proponent of one-way adjustable shocks. He was pretty much telling everybody if you have a two-way uh, shock, I mean, it's really ridiculous. And if you have a three-way, it's like. That's what these are, right? I don't know. These are one way. Yeah. Good. One way. So one way compression and dampening. If they're even still. He said good. you really need to know what you're doing to I mean, you say you need to go through his class probably a couple times before you know not it. his class, but something like an actual two way suspension setup. Class. And understanding what, what it does, understanding what adjusting the rebound and compression does as far as dampening and drifting. Did he go over that? Um yeah, he went through it, and it's just a it's just a myriad of things. One of the things I thought was interesting is that he says, "Okay, he lists two tires, right?" And he says, um, "Which one has more grip?" All right, um, so just pause. So, is anybody watching? Um, yeah, we got a All couple right, of so people. So, whoever's watching, ask the okay. question. Okay, and see so what the, the question is, which one has more grip? 
a 245-45-18 or a 265-35-18? Which one has more grip? Oh, well, let's circle back to that. Let's okay. just let, let, let's let, it, let's let it marinate. Yeah, I'll say it one more time. So um, which one has more grip? A 245-45-18. And the why? Other, okay, now the one, one thing that everybody say, well, what, what tires, what compound? No, Okay, the tires are the same exact tire, same brand, same compound, same everything. Only thing different is the profile width and yeah, just the profile, that. right? right? So 265, 35, 18, 245, 45, 18. Which and, one's right, got and more? I'm just, and let me and just write this down. 265, 35, 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then 245, 45, 18. 45, 18. So which okay. one has more grip and why? Because the why is something that got me that I wasn't oh, expecting. Yeah, oh, he okay. asked me that and I was like, oh, what's this? He's like, why? I'm like, well, because this. He's like, nope, that's not why. Anyways. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, um, so what about engine? Do you talk about engine platform, turbo versus V8 or swaps? Or, I mean, do you talk about anything about power plants and transmission stuff? Um, so it really wasn't talking about swaps. It was really just going into tuning the car. The chassis. chassis tuning, tuning the chassis. Um, what about you know, cages? We didn't really talk about no. that. No, I didn't really go to cages. Sway bars? Sway bars, lots about sway bars because he's a big proponent of sway bars. He is, he is big, sure. big about weight jacking. Okay, so having a big bar up front so that way when you're leaning, when you're you know sliding to the right, this wheel when it's getting the push down, that that sway bar will even it out and then push weight to this rear wheel, right? Mm-hmm. So that way it'll, it'll get more grip. Mm-hmm. As as that's why you see their cars will pick up so much mid drift speed. It's because of the weight jacking. That's why the car's lifting up tires and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is because of the weight jacking. Because they have really heavy duty front sway they bars. Have huge and small, front sway small bar. rear sway. They, 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 I think what he said is they run no sway bar in the back, and they hook the bar up, and when it rains. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I know when I took his class a few years ago, he said either you either run both sway bars or you or you don't run any. Uh, I, maybe he's changed. I mean, he he likes to run sway bar in the in the back. I know he's a big ad- advocate of sway bars. He likes using sway bars to mm-hmm. tune the car. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a bunch of different ways to tune the car. One of the the, the one of the things he was very very strong on was about toe in to get grip, and he was like, toe in rear toe in for grip should be the last. I mean, you should have exhausted every one of these tricks that I told you today. To grip grip out of your car before you start towing in the rear tires, and, you, and you'll see some a lot of these guys running a lot of towing in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connor Asoli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, so that was another thing. Is like when they got to the end. Was of Connor it, there? No, Connor no. wasn't there. No. But Billy Mitchell might have been. Doesn't Billy Mitchell? He lives uh, in Florida. Doesn't I see Billy no, Mitchell no, no. there. Oh, okay. Billy Mitchell wasn't there. Right. There was a lot of guys there, but um, that wasn't one of them. Um, but uh, one of the things he was saying at the end there when they were talking about Formula Drift and the things they do, I mean, he was talking, they didn't even get into the stuff that they do at Formula Drift, you know, because mm-hmm. it was mainly about, hey, you know, grassroots right. events, sustainability. What can you do to your car to keep up with your bros? Okay, so, so hold on, let me stop you real quick. So tire size is one tire. Oh, we, didn't even, st- we didn't even go with that. Did we get an answer on that? Uh, we only have one response by Mr. Christian Control, who writes, bigger sidewall, more side bite. That's his response. So I'm guessing he's going to go with uh, the 245, 45, 18. Yeah. So okay. that's so uh, Chelsea says opposite of that. 
So Christian Control. Wait, wait, two. What Chelsea did you say? says the opposite of that. He said what? Uh, Christian Control uh, row bigger sidewall, more side bite. So it's two the two forty. So yeah, the two forty five. Forty five. Uh, yeah. So the, what Chelsea will will tell you is, um, the two forty five forty five has more inches of grip. When you take a footprint of it, right? You imagine if you took a footprint of each tire. Okay. The 245-45 is going to have more inches of actual grip, and it's going to have more forward bite. Because of the diameter. Because it's larger diameter. Right. The wider tire will have more side bite. So if... Oh, really? Yeah, that's what he... That's what Chelsea says. I I mean, I'm not a professional at any means. Catron, I know, has a lot of experience. Um, But that's what Chelsea... What Chelsea said is the wider tire will have more side bite. Side bite meaning grip sideways okay wider that way with yeah more drag right um thinner would mean less drag right less side bite um but longer this way so more forward bite okay so to me chelsea's point makes more sense to me as like thinking through the physics of it but but how do you feel about it that's what i said i said chelsea Chelsea makes more sense than what Catron's saying. Oh, I thought that was going to be no, a but, but. But Catron said the larger sidewall, so he said the two forty-five. He's saying 40. a larger sidewall will have more side bite. Oh, but larger the side, side bite is is you get more side bite you, in the thinner the the, the wider tire. Thinner he's saying wall. he's no, he's saying he's saying thinner tire, higher tire, higher wall. That's what that's that what Christian, Christian Catron said. One of the wall is the thin. Did he say the 245-45? Yeah. Okay, hang on. Because, okay, the Bandit X um, said the 245, but Chris Control and Roe, bigger sidewall, more side bite. Which is the 245-45, because yeah. the 235 is a smaller sidewall. Yes. So they right. both said the 245-45, but the reason isn't the side bite. The reason is because, from what I understood, was the diameter of the tire. Right. There's more, more contact There's patch. more contact patch because of the diameter of the tire. Because it's, you know, it's... it's when you take yes, square right. inches of contact patch, when you actually... He said we've actually done tire prints. <laughs> They've actually taken tires and measured prints. It's like uh, like how you know, much... Like a fingerprint. Like, like a fingerprinting fingerprint. a tire. Okay. Yeah. So they can measure how much of the tire hits the, the pavement. And he said, no, 245. Anytime you get more diameter, you're going to get more. You're going to get more inches of grip on the track more inches of rubber hitting the track good thing but you you were confused at first tim no i so my reasoning i said the same thing because about the 245 i said a 245 45 but my reasoning was because you can air them down more right no this is no but this the the whole thing about this thing is that no same air right same pressure same everything everything being the same same compound every brand nothing's different other than 265-35-18, 245-45-18, 245-45-18-245-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-45-18-45-18-45-45-18-
Oh, okay. Okay, so what you're saying is uh, 245, 45, 18 is going to give you more side bite. No, no more forward bite. More fi- and more grip. Just more, more grip. grip. There's yeah. more grip in the 245. And then the 265, 35. It's going to drag more. It's going to drag more. Because when you're side bite, it's dragging, right? So if you let off, it's going to drag and slow you down. Ah, okay. If you if you start up, it's going to pull you this way, too. But the good news is 245, 45, 18s are definitely cheaper than two. 65, 35, 18s. Yeah, that's what he was saying. So he said, guys, run 245, 45s. Stop running these crazy tires. Stop, I was... run, stop running 265s. He said, you guys, I know you guys all want to buy these 265s, but if you just buy 245, you you'll, be, you'll be just you'll as fast. Grip. If not faster than your boys. <laughs> huh. That's what he said. You know, yeah. that's Chelsea. I, I mean, I could, it's pretty reputable. Yeah, I mean, I would say. Maybe. Yeah. But then you have different <clears throat> manufacturers with different brands. And, What's Control there? Um, I don't well, know. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He probably would. I don't know. Was he? Uh, um, well, well, we'll have good to, to wait for him to respond. If you heard something opposite than what right. I'm saying, but yeah. um, yeah, I remember. I mean, back in the day, there would be like uh, there was a I think it was a Bridgestone Potential tire that it would say it would be labeled as 245, but the contact patch was the equivalent of like a 265. Oh, really? Or something like that. Well, yeah. But, I mean, I can see that. Right, but again, it just depends on the manufacturers mm-hmm. and how they produce the tire and mm-hmm. and how they want to label it. But yeah. it's it just comes down to trying out the tire and seeing what works for right. your setup. Yeah, because evidently there's some like remember Nankangs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nankangs. Oof. Yeah, hand cooks. They're not hand cooks, but uh, yeah, Nankangs used Nankang. to fall apart. They would yeah, Nankang. They would <laughs> right. fall apart on me. Uh, and what else? So, I mean, there was a no, lot. That of, was a great discussion. Uh, yeah. The whole tired thing. No, I mean, that was just, man, I, I wish you guys would have came because you guys would have wrote down some extra stuff. But I was trying to write down as much as I can. I wish I had my notes in front of me because that would really help. But, I mean, it was uh, just a plethora of knowledge. Um, I really wish we could have done it in smaller bits, like a two-day thing. Did like you talk what? about differentials and rear end gearing or um, like LSD versus spool? So yeah, well, so he he does prefer LSD. Yeah, I do too. Um, but he said the maintenance upkeep of an LSD is just going to outweigh the benefits. Uh, the benefits of it. He said it's always going to be better, but it just doesn't make sense. And he said in those in those in the pro cars they would just destroy them every run and have to completely rebuild them. Right. So they just so it's just they run spools. Yeah. Huh. I'm trying to ask, mm-hmm. trying to get him. What about, are you talking about anything, safety gear or anything? Um, no, I didn't really talk about safety. Um, yeah, who cares about safety? Gear ratios? I don't think he really talked about it. He talked about gear ratios. You know, a couple guys were saying, hey, I'm struggling with uh, the skid pad here and or the, the big track here. Um, what do you think I should do for gearing? And he was talking about keeping multiple gears and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but he was also giving guys recommendations. What gear ratio? Like personal recommendations while they're there. Yeah, say for your car, I think you should do this this gear ratio. What about steering? Is steering wise, they go over steering angle. Uh, he, I mean, the like your your. He's like you all pretty much have. I mean, he's like everybody has angle kits right here. He's like everybody, raise your hand if you have an angle kit. All the arms are going like this. Yeah, he's like, well, he's like this is crazy. Yeah, because yeah, that's he's like five years ago it wasn't like that. He's like this is this is crazy. Everybody has angle kits now. Yeah, he's <laughs> like yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much everybody has angle kits. He's like, okay, well. Does he uh, recommend toe in or toe out in the front? He runs a little toe out. They don't run any toe, no toe in. No, never, oh, never. But no, it was, it was funny because he um, he actually mentioned when he first drove the RTR car, it actually had toe in on it. 
he, he said he got down the straight and he was like, stop. He got out. He brought the car right back to the guys. He said, you need to get the toe out, toe in out. He's like, oh no, we run toe in. He's like, no, I'm not driving it. You got to get it out. <laughs> we gotta get, yeah. He's like, no, I'm not driving the car with toe, toe in. Really? He's like, well, it's like, why I would guess, huh. well, he said, he said they didn't know some of the things that he knows and they were, they were, they were tuning around an issue that he could fix for them. So he fixed that issue for them. Now they don't need to run toe in anymore. But they were oh. tuning around an issue that Vaughn was having, and it worked for Vaughn. So they just kept it that way. Oh. So they've always ran a little bit of toe in on all the RTR cars until Chelsea got there and was like, no, 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 no. Hmm. No, no toe in. <laughs> wow. That's... No toe in in the front. So Vaughn always had a little bit of toe in. He's like, I don't know how he drove it, but either way, hmm. we fixed it. <laughs> so now they, you know, they run they run the toe out. Wow. Uh, a little bit of toe out. Yeah. Wow, that's so Vaughn actually had a little bit of toe in on the front to, I guess, make the car more stable because mm-hmm. it'd make it less twitchy. And he was just fighting something. I don't know. That's the way you it, so what are other methods of mm-hmm. gaining grip to the rear? So tire size? Well, he's, he said, he, you know, he said... If before you, have, you get to the... What I'm saying is before you get to the the, the uh, toe in in the rear, what are the other options? Well, like, okay. So anytime you make the rear softer, you're going to have more grip. Okay. Okay. You make the front harder, stiffer, it's going to push... He's going to weight jack to the rear. Okay. So that's basically the first thing he starts off with. He said, he said, the great thing about one-way shocks that, and the, the reason I tell you guys to get them is they're grip knobs. Turn them up, less grip. Turn them down, more grip. It's the rear. In the rear. And the front is a little different, yeah. Hmm. But, um, yeah, you, you you turn it up in the front, you're, you're, you're going to get more weight jacking to the back. He said, when you understand that completely, then you can get into the two-way so that way you can start messing with the rebound and compression to get even more grip hmm. because that tuning you can't do on a one way. It's, it's, they're locked together. You're, right. When you adjust rebound, you adjust compression at the same right. time. Right. There are different ratios of how much each one adjusts by, but hmm. still. Okay. So that's one option. So the one option is that sway bars is a big thing. He actually said he had to <clears throat> not run a sway bar in the front of the Mustang because it had too much grip. He said he couldn't get it to break loose. Oh, wow. So he actually took this front sway bar off of the Mustang. Really? Yeah. Because off the he, Fox body? Off the Fox body because it was, had too much grip. Huh. And it was just like he couldn't get the damn thing to slide. Oh, wow. It was too hard to drive. Huh. So he took this, this front sway bar off, even though against his own his own recommendations. Right, He's exactly. like, hey, it's what I had to do wow. to get this car driving. I wonder how long it took him to like... Say, hmm, fight I wonder with if himself, the sway, yeah, yeah, fight with himself and say, hmm, sway bar, can't be the sway bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, it was a sway bar. Yeah, no, no. Well, he's just, he was just trying to get grip out of it. He knows how to get car, get rid of grip and, and gain grip. So, I mean, it's like when we saw, I don't know who he was going against, but don't you remember he got it one more time and you saw him just go to his car, zip, 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 Savio? zip, zip, zip. Yes. Was it Savio? Savio yeah. yeah, Savio. He went against Savio and he got it one more time and he was like, he was like, he couldn't keep up with him. He got out of his car, zip, 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 did a couple of things, and then he was like on Savio's That's true. Yeah, I remember that. I thought he was turning up the boost, (laughs) but it wasn't a boost he was turning up. No, he was turning up his grip. Wow. Yeah. No, I could tell like he was yeah, turning he was up the grip because he, he was uh, like at the yeah. edge. It was a joke. It was almost funny. I remember laughing. And then not only that, he was actually adjusting his t- uh, air pressure too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was great. So if you can go to that, I would definitely suggest it. He's got a he's he's a wealth of information, really cool down to earth dude. And yeah. I just 
I would do it again too, just to kind of like keep on getting that information. Right. Hmm. Trying to pick your brain on anything. He else. didn't. He did. He was. He really didn't want to do a web thing. Yeah. He really wanted. He's like, I spent so much time on this. I just don't want this to be free on the internet. I want it I to be. Him, yeah. I want somebody to, you know, really value this. Right. Um, and come here and, and value it, value I, the knowledge. Well, you know, Chelsea has <clears> been. He's like, I spent his, a long his time. No, but this. it's not even that. It's, he's been taking a long time learning it, but he's been a wealth of information for a lot of people for free. And mm. they just kind of like, mm. eh, they don't, they don't take. There will be say, value in it, right? They don't, if, they, if, they if don't value put, it. Like, it's like, yeah, that's well, Chelsea thinks, but what does he know? Eh, well, you know, kind of right. knows a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right? so it, it makes sense because it has a value, so you need to put a value on it. Yeah, it's so. like I'm almost at the point where, like, when I get the cargo, I'm gonna say, "Hey, Chelsea, I'm gonna send a message. This is what I got. What do you want me to? What do I set it at?" <laughs> yeah, he said he gets that stuff all the time. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah, he so I'm sure he does, and I'll just set it to whatever he tells me and be, "Ah, oh, my car's set up. I'm done." Yeah, no, I, I hope since now that he's in Florida, he does some kind of some kind of um, trainings or yeah. classes. I'm hoping. <clears throat> but she said he's. He doesn't like OSW, really. Is kind of what I kind of. I mean, not that he hates OSW. He just wasn't really. Eh. Well, it's just a skid pad in an oval. It's <laughs> he like he's talking about trying to find something for the future. A track, a track is always better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. An actual track, borders, grass line, even if it's slow and it's small, like um, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, Emerald Coast. Yeah, it's yeah. it's still. Yeah, that was I think it's better. No, it was great. Like I, I was such a, I was such a hater of it to begin in the beginning. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, and then once we went out there, I was like, oh my god, this what is else is new? Yeah, I'm you, a hater. You a hater. <laughs> hated it. No. But uh, yeah, no. If if you if you if you can't ever get the chance to do that, if you and you do want to learn from Chelsea, Chelsea does have two videos on YouTube that covers a lot of the same um, things he goes over, but not as in detail. But um, it's I think it's called grip tune, and the other one is called some other kind of suspension tuning. But their 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 videos very close to each other. I think they're about a year old, but a lot of the same stuff that was in the class is in those videos. Mm-hmm. So I took my notes from that and just compounded and adding added more notes. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a decent amount of notes now. Okay. Um, but if you can't get to his class, watch those videos definitely if you're interested. Hmm. Uh, did you get to ask him uh, the <clears throat> question that I had? Is how do you deal with engine fires? Engine fires? No, he didn't know. He didn't no, okay. Engine fires? Yeah, engine fire. How do you deal with it? How do you deal with it? I don't yeah. understand. Like, what, has, what kind of question is that? Well, I mean, after. Oh, you're talking about, oh, because of me? You yeah, had to you deal with it because I had an engine fire? <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily, you have, you got to you gotta have people around that are willing to put it out for you. Oh, okay. Like they mm-hmm. like these two guys did when, uh, when my car engine fire. Okay. These two um, guys. These two guys. Yeah. What did, uh, did any questions get drawn over to, to Reese? Oh, so what Reese did was um, he spoke about spotting. Oh, okay. Which there was a lot of good things about spotting. And he was basically saying, look, as a spotter, you know, you need to be dedicated to your driver. You need to treat your driver like, you know, he's paying you to do this. Hopefully he is paying you to do it because it makes more professional. So yeah, I'm running out. My voice is starting to go. Do you want me to get you some more water? <coughs> I need something to lubricate my throat. All right, let me get you some lubrication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. Lube my throat, buddy. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. A little slow now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, no, but um, he kind of went over spotting and, and just uh, a lot of things that people don't think about when they're spotting. You got to really be 
you got to see first what your driver wants you to tell him, tell him, right? Or talk to him. Like, what is he looking? What is your driver looking for? Feedback. Ah, what kind okay. of feedback is your driver looking for? Right. Um, he was very, he's like, you know, all your comments to your driver need to be uh, positive, like more on the positive side. Not what focus on what he's doing wrong. Focus on what he should be doing, like, or where he could be, you know, that type of thing. Um, so it, it was it was good. I, I think, it, and he had more notes than that, and I just I, I don't have him in front of me. But um, a lot of it was just you know trying to keep it professional. Don't just because the driver's upset, don't return that same kind of attitude. Keep calm. So keep your driver calm because he's going through a lot of stress right now, and just kind of focus on what he's looking for as far as feedback. So uh, yeah. I gotta say imme- immediately. Uh, you'd be a bad spotter, Paul. He was. No, I'm a horrible spotter. <laughs> he was a horrible like, spotter. Dude, you suck. He's like, you're doing bad. You're, just, you're, you're doing. Why do you suck? Well, why so are you bad? doing? Why are you doing that? You're, I, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to stop doing dude, that. You spin again. You're he, just, you're, you're going too slow. You need to go faster. Slow. <laughs> you're going too slow. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh my God, man. Sorry, why do you man. Suck I'm so sorry. Bad? I'm sorry. You suck so bad. Yeah. Um. <laughs> did by any chance did Reese go over? Because he's judged a lot of events. The did he go over? Like well, his, posi- his position as a judge, like what would he normally be looking at or would it be focusing on? I mean, even though like no, he was, was he was like well, what he said to that, he's like, hey, look, it, the, all judges are different; they're all looking at different things. That's what you need to as a spotter. You need to talk to the judges. You need to be saying, what does my driver need to do? What is your what are you looking for my driver to do? What was he not doing correctly? Or what where what he can improve on? Because those are the guys that are judging. Yeah, because it doesn't matter what I think. Right. Because I'm not judging. Those guys are the guys that are giving them the points and taking away the points, right? Yeah. Or so on. So that's the guy that you need to be getting the information from and relaying that to your driver. Yeah. Because that's what's going to really matter. It doesn't really matter what I think because I'm not judging. You yeah, because some judges will be, if you just have the craziest entry, I've seen at some of these events that they their mind's blown. And they don't really focus on the rest. Their most impactful part of their judging is on entry. I've seen events where people have like this. It's not maybe not even be that much of an insane entry, but do this entry that they just think is amazing. And the rest of the course could be like, okay, but that, that entry, you know what I'm saying? They have different focal points around the course. So trying to figure out what the judge is looking for. It's definitely key. That's good information. Hmm. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a really, like I said, it was a really, it was a long long day i think we left at like we got there at eight and we left at like three so it was and it was just like straight okay take a couple breaks but straight just pounding pounding pounded information wow so it was really good um and i would i would just if, if he ever does it again i would probably go again and if i'm hoping to god he does like a, a class day one time because i'd like to take my car there and see Land, let me ask you this because you have you're a stickler for this. <clears throat> Was there anything throughout the whole course that you disagreed with? I think I disagreed with. No, because I didn't. I didn't disagree with anything from a, like a physics standpoint. So it all made in the physics aspect of it, it all made sense to me. The weight jacking, um, the tires thing made sense to me. Um, the you know, as far as the compression and rebound settings and all that, it all made sense to me. So I didn't really see, didn't see anything that didn't make sense. One thing he did say was weird is at the end, they were talking about what they do in FD. 
And if they have like a freaking huge, like, uh, let's say right hand sweeper and the rest is like an infield track, they'll put a spacer on the left side. On a leading side? On the leading tire side. They'll put one spacer. So say if like most of the inside is most right uh, left turns. Right. They'll, they won't put a spacer on that side, but they'll put a spacer on this wheel to loosen it up on the bank. Right. And then once they get off the bank, the infield's grippier. Uh, grippier. <laughs> but he said there's a lot more stuff that they do. Oh, of course. But that's just one of the weird things that they do. They'll just throw a spacer on one side. Which Only like, on the rear what? or on the front and the rear? On the f- rear, I guess. But yeah. uh, he said, he said, start, he said, start watching FD cars next time you're there. <clears throat> There'll be a wheel sticking out on one side. Way more than the other? Than the other. Huh. He says, start looking at the car, really. And it's like, look, like, is, what's going on? So they do, they, they do some crazy stuff. I mean, anything you do that had advantage, right? Yeah, yeah he exactly. said, hey, it's everything. And he said, we're always trying to cheat the system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember he got in trouble for that beadlock. He was gluing using, like, gluing his tire. Remember? Uh, yeah, remember. He got, yeah, he got, yeah. Did he get disqualified or something? I don't think he got disqualified. I think uh, maybe, uh, I, I don't know. Something I think happened where warning, he was using, like, it wasn't using a beadlock, but he was, didn't say anything about using a uh, adhesive. adhesive to keep the tire on. <laughs> so he run the tire, keeps the tire on. So he was running, like, something on his beads to keep the tire uh, on so he could run he low tire pressure. bead lockers, but you could, there's nothing in the, technically says you can't have it. Well, there's adhesive. now. <laughs> there's now. But that rule was made because of Chelsea. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, but I mean, they, I, they're saying they're always pushing the. I mean, he said those cars are so. They're so. They're so horrible. To, I mean, they're not fun to drive, is what he was saying. He said, You're fighting those cars. He's like, I wish we could go back to like fun cars to drive mm. because it's just. It's an. It's trying to like handle a beast. And we all are just trying to just handle these beasts of cars. Oh, that takes me back to what Pat Gooden told us when we asked him about the those FD cars. Yeah, he's saying that like thing. every year it's mm-hmm. there's just this crazy progression on the grip levels, mm-hmm. and now it's to the point where they're not fun to drive. They're practically undrivable, and what they're doing out there is just madness. So the cars are just trying to kill you. So the <laughs> cars are literally trying to kill you. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, that's wild. Yeah, he says crazy. He said the guys in pro uh, prospect are not because they're on such a smaller tire. Okay, the they run a bigger tire, so and a grippier tire, so it's a whole different ball game for the FD drivers, the the Pro One. That raises another thing. I would like to see somebody out there just make a video to get a comparison between FD cars, D one cars, and Driftmasters cars. Just to see how they relate, how they're different, how they handle, all of that. Just to get, I get a sense of like, mm-hmm. are they as crazy? At, well, I, I don't, I don't think anybody's doing. Like, I was arguing with uh, Gabby the other day or Gabriel uh-huh. the other day because he was like, "Oh, Driftmaster's way faster than FD." I'm like, "Dude, I don't think, I don't think anybody's got their cars as gripped up as FD guys do. I really don't. I mean, maybe they're going fast because the tracks are fast, but I don't think anybody's has." As gripped up cars as as uh, FT does, hmm. but I mean maybe I'm wrong. I could be well, wrong. Yeah, James Dean could probably answer <laughs> that because he's draw, he's done. Well, both. he was right. uh, Chelsea was like complete. He's like his tune. His Chelsea's drift tune is completely different than James Dean. And how he so? says James Dean doesn't run sway bars up front, so he doesn't use weight jacking. He 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 said James Dean steers his car. 
He drives his car all with steering. He said, if you watch James Dean drive, he is constantly adjusting his steering and he's full throttle. Mm -hmm. And everything that he does, he puts the car in place with the steering wheel. Hmm. And how is that different from the way he drives? is more driving off the throttle. The throttle, okay. Yeah, driving off the throttle, throwing the car in, throwing it into the drift, that type of thing. Um, He said, you know, James Dean is really good at driving the car at full throttle and mm-hmm. steering it through. But he doesn't have sway bars on it, or at least that's what he <clears throat> he said. He's not big on sway bars and um, the way that the – Chelsea's not a fan of Wisefab. So, um, really? Yeah. He's oh, that was actually going to be another question of mine because you remember how he asked a class, like, oh, who here runs Angle Kits? And then uh, my follow-up kit? question was, uh, did he have a preference? No, he didn't say he had a preference, but oh, he was okay. just like, you know. Because he ran, he ran SLR for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, but then they have they have their own kit now, too. So the RTR kit, they have their own FD Yeah, kit. but what does he have in uh, Fox Body? He's got Scotty D's kit. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got a kit that Scotty D made mm-hmm. with him, him giving right. Scotty information and Scotty doing stuff for him. Mm. So they work together on that. Um but I think he I think he's just kinda open to it all. But he's he's mainly on the sway bar kick and and um not so much zero Ackerman. Um so he Ackerman just gets into a whole nother Did he get he didn't get into he that? He did thing. get into Ackerman, yeah, but just going down that path is like the Ackerman thing is <laughs> <laughs> Now you'd be there for a day trying to explain that and what the differences are. But he was saying that was the zero, you know, um, James Dean likes to drive zero Ackerman and that's how he can steer the car with, he can, he can basically use that to steer the car inside or pull them out. Mm-hmm. So just with the wheel, and if you drive my car, cause my car is set zero Ackerman. Mm-hmm. If I steer in the car moves the whole drift angle in my whole, my whole like arc mm-hmm. of the drift will move in towards inside. If I steer more angle, the whole arc moves out. It makes you run wide. It may because you can just adjust your your arc right. of the drift with just how much angle you're running <laughs> and how much you're adjusting the steering wheel. So it's it's pretty interesting. And he went to explain all that and did all that. But um it was it was like I said, it was a great class. I would definitely recommend it. Hmm. Oh, that's absolutely that's wild. Yeah. It's a lot of information. Mm-hmm. He does it, like I said, if you watch his two videos, and then there's a guy named uh, uh, Pernstar on YouTube. Yeah, I know. He's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he had an accent there for a second. Or? Pernstar. <laughs> you no, know, he's. Uh, he was the guy that showed up. He was the. Um, at uh, at uh, King OSW with the with the, I think he's got a blue art blue FRS. Oh, okay. His name was Pernstar. Oh, I don't remember, but I don't know um, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. remember those like those those these two FRSs that battled one another. One was white, one was a blue one. Was it white and red or blue and white? Yeah, yeah, blue yeah, and white. Yeah. Well, blue. then the, the blue the one white, of that yeah, one. Yeah, the white one was not doing so well, and the blue one was doing really well. Yeah. Okay, well I that guy, so. I guess. Yeah, he came. I don't know where he came from, but he came from a different uh, state, um, and he moved down here recently, and he just competed at that event. But he has a video that goes over Ackerman um, pretty well too. So if everybody wants to. Um, learn about what exactly different Ackerman adjustments do. He has a video that goes all through Ackerman, um, different mm. settings. I'm not gonna, this. I'm not gonna focus on that stuff until I get the car running. <laughs> Once I get the car running and get the car on the ground, driving around, 
I'll be sending him Chelsea. Hey, okay, what do I set the car at? This is what I got. Tell me. I'm just, I want to set it and be done. I don't, and and, then drive it. I'm going to tell you that never set it, forget it. No, I know, but a starting, starting point. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that that was it. That was, uh, that was my journey. Uh, I literally woke up at four o'clock in the morning to drive the three hour drive up. And once I, once done at three o'clock, I ate lunch and then went home. So it was just literally drive up there for, there was people that flew in. Yeah. I remember that. People flew in for it. So it was cool. Really cool. Hmm. Oh, it's just everybody just trying to, well, individuals trying to get whatever they can to get, gain some sort of advantage. Oh, and he, Chelsea was really cool. He let people record it. He did let some guys record it. Um, So he's like, dude, I just, I hope you, you know, just don't post it up and put it on YouTube. Put it freaking on YouTube, dude. It's like, I'm sure somebody did, but. Um, well, you could probably just, do a copyright claim. Yeah, but you know, it, it, he was like, no. And then the, a lot of people came in and didn't technically like he didn't make them pay right off the bat. He was like, at the end, he's like, hey, you know, like you know, if you didn't pay, I hope you pay my wife at, when you leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people were just coming in late and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. So okay. interesting. Yeah, it's just it's like information. Indeed. So if you guys are looking to get uh, started with drifting, yes. I think, Tim, you came across an article that uh, emphasizes Yep. How this, many days right? ago was this? So I, I look at different topics. I was going through, and I was like, oh, let me see. What's, I what's just basically this? Googled. I was like, drifting news. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Well, so obviously, Ken Block came up quite a bit. But um, I saw this article. I can't really see. I don't think it was posted that long ago. I think it was like four days ago or five days ago or something yeah, like four that. Days four, days, four, four days. Four days, days ago. ago, right? And I'm like, oh, by Richard Reynolds. Who's Richard Reynolds? Oh, know. oh my God! No, White no. screen. I don't know what's going on. Oh, technical difficulties. No, yeah, we've right. been having some of those. That's why we started yeah. it. Jeez. Yeah, um, right. Anyhow, we. Um, <clears throat> I went there and I was like, okay, let's see what they have to say. And I actually, I saw it and I started skimming. I thought, you know what? I'm going to stop and I want to see it for the first time on the show. So I didn't even skim through the list. I wanted to see what this guy thinks for the 10 cheapest drift cars that are perfect for beginners. So let's what our viewers, I'm kind of curious on, do you agree or disagree? So um, wait, there are plenty of options that are available for cheap, best cheap drift car, and but we've narrowed it down. To the 10 most reliable, reliable and cost-effective cost options. Okay, let's see. Most reliable, reliable cost-effective options. Oh, okay. Let's, let's see where this see goes. What's, yeah, let's see what's where it goes. number, what, are we going to start from 10 It starts to at number one? 10, yeah. I think okay. 10 is an E36. E36, well. $9,000. Do you believe that? Nowadays, yes. Well, for a good. Not for a sedan. I mean, you can get not, a sedan not for way that cheaper. One. Right, uh, yeah. But I mean, if you're talking about driftable, ready, ready to really go out to a drift event and drive, yeah, I would say about nine thousand. You could get one for six or seven. No, you, I'm saying, I'm saying, after you buy all the stuff that you need to go to drift. Yes, yes. I would about say about nine, nine grand. grand yeah. well, what does it say here? This car has been a staple in the drift community for years because it's just enough power to make it fun. But not so much that's dangerous. It's reliable, What's incapable, the- <laughs> uh, incapable. That's a lot of BS about the 350 horsepower without having to rebuild. It's about it two. Well, well, it says no, no. It says the stock engine puts out about 200 horsepower and can handle modifications for around 350. Like if you boost it, you can get 350 yeah, out of the stock motor. That's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, without having to rebuild it with super strong parts. Yeah. Which yeah, you could probably make yeah, more than can. that out of that. Um, I, I mean, ten out of ten. Actually, I. I would have thought that had been a little higher, the E36. On the 10? You mean on the top 10? 
Yeah, on the top 10 list. Yeah. Oh, like high, okay. Yeah, higher up. I was actually surprised to see that as the 10th. Uh-huh. So let's see. Is this ranked in order, uh, though? Was yeah, yeah, 10 out of 10. Okay. 10 out of 10. Okay, what's Okay, let's what's go next? down. Let's see. Number oh, nine. showing you an example. Okay, which means you won't have to worry about breaking things prematurely. You can use stock platform for years. Comes with a solid manual yeah. thing. It can handle you. Abuse. Okay, so the money amount is for how much you can find the car for. A good condition, 325. You could, could definitely find a better. You better you could you that. and with the way things are going, you could probably find for nine grand somebody that's already started drifting that has parts on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. All so, right. so let's see. Number nine. Moving on. Number nine, a Mazda Miata. Okay. I don't 10K? think 10K? Ten thousand for a Miata? They are expensive. Like I don't know if they're ten K expensive, but they are expensive. What kind of Miata is this? All right. But so I don't know, I don't know why Miata is here. Well, there is a lot of Miatas out there. Yes. Right? A lot of them driving. It's just a mediocre, like unless you do like what what um freaking Taylor Ray did, mm-hmm. it's really not a very exciting car to watch drive. Yeah, I mean actually I think that's kinda high because I mean I'm I'm just kinda just Mazda Miata on Facebook Marketplace and they're going for around seven Seven to ten, give or take, depending what kind of condition. <clears throat> the ninety-six looks like it's already has work done to it. Has a video. Actually, this is not a bad deal. It's actually boosted. It's got wow. Well, got Terpsky on it, and okay. it's the guy's only asking seventy-five hundred for a ninety-six MX five. So if you're in the market well, here, they're telling you basically swap swap an LS three in. What? Yeah, is that what yeah. it says? It yeah, says basically you can you can pick up an LS3 from GM for nine grand and a used Miata for ten grand. Yeah, but they don't think they don't talk about the other ten grand that you need to spend to put the LS3 in. <laughs> yeah, okay. Why would you go yeah, to I, GM and buy? I don't. Why? Know. That's okay. Another. So I I I think that's a, should be on the list. But I think, think the advice, be the advice is pretty like stupid. Lame. Yeah. Why would I go to GM and buy pay nine thousand dollars <throat> for an engine to be able to attend LS Fest? Ah, uh, there good, you go. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, but why would I go to GM? Go down. Go to the junkyard. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah. That, 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 okay. All right. Moving on. Hey, that's Dan, that's uh, is it? Yeah, Danny George. Danny George, right? No. Isn't that dangerous? I don't know. Uh, Moving on, moving on. All right. Uh, Eight out of 10, we have the BMW E46. E46. Ah, 330i. Yes. Yes. Yes, I I agree with that one. That's an expensive. Lots of horsepower. I know if it has lots of horsepower. Yeah. What does it say? I can't read. It says it has lots of horsepower. can easily be M3 swapped if you want more power or swapped with any other performance engine like 2J or LS3. They're really on this LS3 kick. Yeah, I don't know where he's getting his prices from, though. <clears throat> I don't That's know. what I'm saying. Because um, you'll need to add a front mount intercooler or rear mount if you have more money. Fuel pump, oil pump. Well, you have to do that anyone you want to turbocharge. Uh, the mods can range from six grand to fifteen grand to get the 335i competitive. We can buy them for eleven grand. No, I mean you. You could easily find that's another car you could find easily between. Maybe they're in California. Six, six or and eight for decent shape. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are in California. Maybe they're in. Maybe they're in Canada. Maybe they're in Japan. No. <laughs> All right. Well, the only reason I say that is because of the next option. Oh. oh okay. okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Moving oh, on. This must be in. Can- wow. Yeah. For twelve grand. Yeah. What? What are hell? you smoking? Yeah. JZX one hundred. <laughs> well, those tires in that photo. It's, what are you? Where yeah. are you gonna find a JZX one hundred for twelve grand? Maybe it's Australia. That's, 
I don't know, dude. I don't know. No? That's got a... That's not even... That's not... That that is not... No, that's stupid. I mean, I love the car. It's, we're not talking about the car. I'm talking mm-hmm. about saying that, oh, for $12,000. Well, it, it, you're, you're, it's stupid because it's one thing. It, I mean, maybe it's a reliable car, but you're not going to find any parts for the car. Right. Here. There's no replacement parts for the car. No. I mean, you listen. You, you were listening you to. Could, you could get pretty far if you get the part numbers. And then. Would you not like to run to AutoZone and grab anything? No, of course not. Yeah. I'll no. give you that. So, I mean, we were listening to Tommy talk about his JZX100. Oh, right, you remember he was he was talking about he, the only problem is he can't run and go get this, you know. Yeah, it, with it's not like a, it's not like. Uh, well, where did he get that price from? Twelve thousand dollars. I'm kind of curious. Go down this article. Or, I don't know. But, I don't know uh, how that one's on I, this I, list. I do want to mention in the chat uh, the Bandit X row. We taking bets on the 350Z being top three. Oh, <laughs> that's a that's a good point. Uh, I'd like to see that. Well, let's find yeah, out. Let's carry well, on. So, but, three, so they're the price range are at twelve grand already. So you know the 350Z is going to be on there. I'll, I will. I don't think. Oh man, you think the three fifty? Because I haven't seen this yet. I haven't looked I through the know. list yet. So I want to see what else it says about the JZX one hundred. Okay. What makes it All a right. good? Why? Why, good why is it a great? Sl- I mean, it's a great car. I mean, great looking car. I mean, it's uh, got a. It's you got- could choose a chaser, solid chassis that will last forever, make good power off of the one JZ engine swap. They are cheap. Which where does wait, it say? Wait, that? Hang on. Now, okay, that's this is wrong. <laughs> this way wrong because you know it's people are selling one J motors for six grand. Well, it's the no, non-turbo no, 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 hang ones. On, hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, hang on, on turbo no, this is absolutely wrong because first off, these came GTEs. So why would you consider a GE engine swap? I think that did. makes that makes no sense. I think some of them came GE. Okay, they did, but. Why would that you do forever that? Forever makes good. Why yeah. would you get a G? Why? Why mention that? Maybe that that's a twelve thousand dollar model, but still, you can't get a chaser not here for twelve grand. You can get a GE one. No, know. not it, for twelve grand. Yeah, I've seen them for twelve grand. For one, well, yeah, non-turbo. Yeah. On no way. I saw what I saw one the other day. It was sixteen grand. I got one. Uh, I just pulled it off. Anyway, in the meantime, I will just keep reading. <clears throat> they are cheap and easy to find. Good condition. Okay, this is the, this is definitely. <laughs> Oh, hang on. Oh, Damn, I it. Saw I Damn it, Tim. Well, you scrolled down too far. Sorry, my apologies. Whatever. <laughs> what were you screaming? Uh, you You'll can make see. this car seriously fast with just a few modifications, bigger turbo, good, so reliable, use it for years, makes it a bargain for 12K plus. Yeah, that's just cheap and easy to find in good condition. I would say this is somewhere Nine else grand. around the world. Yeah. And I, Nine I mean, grand for a non turbo uh, chaser? 90. Oh, uh, okay. So the it's automatic and it's got a it's got a one oh. a one G. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's even worse. Ooh, right. a one G. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. so let's go, let's go number six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number Woo! six. E thirty three eighteen i. Why three sixteen? Three sixteen. Okay, so this is, this is somewhere else. This is definitely somewhere else. Because yeah, because three sixteen. You wouldn't want what? Why would you even three sixteen? Yeah, I I just don't understand why you would pick that car. So what what does it say? Okay, the 316i is a great base for it a is. first drift car. Well, an E30 is. I don't know if it's a great base. It's an excellent base for a first drift car. Uh, because the base engine will not make enough power for the car to drift properly, you will definitely need to swap the engine. Or just go with the 325i. Why not just buy a 325i? Uh, it's like we drifted those plenty of times. So yeah. go down. I'm a... I'm actually surprised that made it um, higher on the list. It looks like they're going with cost. These, these chassis are cheap at fourteen grand. Where are they <laughs> at? 
<laughs> easy to swap with other engines like the LS3. Well, we it is. They, they say this is the most hoard out chassis. Yeah, it is. A, it's literally, it's like, I don't there's think not there's an a engine chassis. in existence that hasn't passed through this car. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like the, the horror of yeah. uh, cars. Engine swaps, yeah. It's like anything that can possibly get in there. The fact that they mentioned that VQ35 has been in that car. Like, why would anybody well, it's ever... Had, it's had turbo diesels, it's had rotaries, it's had... That's um, everything. Yeah, everything. Just anything you can imagine. It's had 4AG, SR20s. Yeah, mm. 4AG, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. It's, had, it's had... Um, oh, what you call it? What's the uh, Eclipse motor? The, oh, yeah, 4G63. 4G63, 4G63 yeah. yeah. I know, I've seen all that. All right. Number five. G35. Ooh, okay, G35. Okay. Well, that's that's right. a smart idea. I think yeah. the 350 will be probably next. Okay. Right? It makes I sense. think they're I think the I think the 370Z will be in a top 3. Okay. All right. It's a so favorite it choice among beginners because of its low weight, which is that's, that's the opposite. That's really true. You're an idiot. <laughs> 3500 pounds is low weight. It's the fattest of them all. So, okay. That's like it doesn't make any sense. It's low weight. This is literally the heaviest car on this on this <laughs> on the list. On the list. <laughs> because of its low weight. It's low weight. It's the fattest car. And it's low center of gravity. Oh my god. Who is this guy? Yeah, because my E30 weighs 2,800 pounds. Oh hey, that's that, that's that guy. Is that a that's smoky is that drift? OSW? No. That's the smoky drift guy. Who's that? That's the guy. I swear that's the guy that photoshopped himself closer to some to Adam or somebody on or maybe it was Matt the Ginge on um, the skid pad. It's Matt the Ginge. Ginge? Matt ginge. the Ginge. Yeah. There Whatever. was some other person that thought it was something else, but it's not. He's wrong. <coughs> Anyhow, yeah, I don't know. Um, but that's not a, that's, that's, wait, that's a Z. That's yeah, not that's a Z. I was right? just going to say, wait a minute. That's not yeah, a, that's uh, a Z. G35. No, that is a Z. Yeah, oh, that's smoky yeah, there, drift. There is a lot of red flags with this article. Yeah. A lot of red flags, but okay, yeah. moving on. Okay. And, Made decent power. Oh, see, oh, there you go. I, oh, right. I didn't think yeah. it was going to make the top three, number but I number four. But I know the three seventy will probably make the top three. Number four. Number four. Yep. Okay. Which it is. It is. But again, the prices. I, I don't know where they're checking this. I wonder where this. I really would like to know where this where this person lives. Right. That wrote the article. All right. So oh, if you're maybe send them an email a, a or something. Cheap drift car. I mean, their definition of cheap and my definition of cheap are way two different things. Exactly. Can be driven almost right out of the box. The Nissan 350Z is your jam. Does that say jam? Yeah, it does. Right? Yep. Oh, <clears throat> I'm just so small from where I'm trying to read it here. You'd be hard pressed you'd be to hard. find. You'd be hard <laughs> pressed to find another car that can go from mile to wild so quickly at a cost of $1,500. All right, so just missed the mark of top three, but didn't make the top four. Oh, E90. That is not a good drift car. E90. An E90. Really? Why do you say that? Another great choice for a beginner yeah, who wants to build a drift car. Sucks. Try to get grip out of the rear end is not that great. Yeah, but it's, ah. we're talking about beginner car, right? So it doesn't really mean. Uh, yeah, but why? I mean. But yeah, well, at least it didn't say for its low weight. <laughs> well, I don't know. Did it, did it? I don't know. No, no. Hold on. It's, it's becoming more popular as a basic as as a basic two, as a basic two pro. I don't get that. What does that make sense? It's not worded right, right? Great Am choice I, for for a beginner who wants to build a drift car. This car has some serious potential for its low price. I mean. But this is the part that I couldn't like. I don't understand. And it is becoming, becoming more, more popular, popular as a basic two. 
basic to pro, like from basic to pro. Oh, basic to pro? Drift okay, car in the drifting Kaminte, which okay. not really. I, I, well, the rear end sucks. Go down. The dynamics of the rear end sucks. Who, who do they have uh, driving? Uh, hmm. I don't know who it is. Okay. Okay, it's got that classic BMW styling, well, but with more power yeah. under the hood. You can upgrade this engine for 800 horsepower. It blah, does blah, have blah, a good blah. power plant. I mean, okay. the motor, I think, is pretty good. Okay, number two. Isn't it the, the B58? No, it's not the B58. No, it's like an N54 mm. or something like that. Oh, okay. All right, never mind. Yeah. All right, all right, right. number two. Uh, 370. No. Oh. S14. S14. What? Well, okay, yeah. yeah I guess. Uh, yeah, you I was a little surprised to see that there, but I guess the prices are going. This is a They're going down, here. actually. Actually, I've seen some pretty decent, like, Prices there's a lot, of, there's a lot of good projects out there for under the ten grand mark that somebody yeah, can really. Prices are going down. Prices Where? are going down on Facebook on Marketplace. Facebook I've been, guys, I'm always on there, and I'm like, wow, that's not right a bad deal. No. I don't even think that Mustang I sent you was a bad deal. The guy had 800 horsepower in it. No, so I just I'm not. What I'm just. It's just a freaking fast car. Like it's not. Yeah, but you. But it's. A, it's still. You could. It's got potential. Yeah, it's just going to put a lot more money into it, make it drift. Just. Yeah, but just the rear end the power plant's done. I don't know. I don't know just Anyways, uh, two forty. Yeah, you can pick it up for easily nineteen grand. Yeah, I mean, yeah, S fourteen. Well, not much to read about the S fourteen. Okay, the, well, well, take a guess as to let's take a guess as to what's number one. Three seventy Z. The three seventy Z. You say the three seventy, Paul. Three seventy. Three seventy. Um, cheap car. No, that's driftable. No, for great for beginners. Expensive. 370s are expensive. I'm surprised they haven't seen an RX-7 on there, but I guess they don't like the rotaries. No, yeah, yeah, that's true, too. What I don't else? know. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the S13. Mm -hmm. Or what about the Scion FRS? No. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you would too? think yeah. that's actually, yeah. You could drive, you could drift that car out of the box. All right, so what right. do you think? 370Z, Scion FRS, or what was it when you said? S13. S13? Right. It's one of those three. It's got to be. Okay, let's, see. let's find out. S15. Oh, oh gosh. Okay, so <laughs> no, 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 none of us thought that because, like, really? Like, what? S15? Okay, so definitely uh, article was not written in the States. Yeah, it's, this is somewhere. I don't even know where you have an S15, obviously. Where? Yeah, I don't know. One. I would have thought for sure the 370 would have been out there. Well, it is a great drift car. Um, That's definite. That's a definite fact. Yeah, but really, the FRS should have made that list. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree would, with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely replaced. What car Go do down a little bit more. I want to see what else they say about it. But it's like they posted the same car up twice. S14, S15. The, be it's like, the yeah. best thing about these cars is they're cheap. <laughs> what? But don't feel cheap. No, they yeah, feel, yeah, they, they do. They feel cheap. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Nissans feel the cheapest. Yeah. Especially those era of Nissan. Well, especially the 350Zs. Oh, they're, yeah. yeah. But, but don't tell that to Gabby, though. No, I'm, yeah. Listen, I don't miss the car. It, it it was great and served its purpose. Right, and I had fun. Car in, that you ever miss? I no, I don't miss it. Like <laughs> I, I don't ever look. It's like, oh man, should I have sold it? And I'm like, even no. though I'm not driving, I'm still not upset. I sold it. No, it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's just it's not it's just not a car I fell in love with. Nope. Um, hang on. Let's see. The SR20DE is a pretty good engine on its own, but if you really want to get some power out of it, you probably need at least a turbocharger upgrade or even a supercharger. I don't know why you would do that, but okay. Yeah, uh, well, I don't. That was that was the ending I was not expecting. N yeah, that was uh, a bit of a downer. Yeah, it's all Nissan, man. How do you feel about that, Ben? 
Well, there was only like, wait, wait, was only, there was only one Toyota in a whole lineup. Uh, was it? Oh yeah, I think there was. Yeah, the Chaser. That's it. Yeah, and a couple of BMWs too. Actually, four BMWs. Yeah, four BMWs, four BMWs. and all Nissan. Yeah, it's kind of dominated by BMWs. Uh, yeah, actually, it is. Yeah, they should have thrown the um, they should have thrown the eight six in there, or the, yeah. I mean, not the eight six, but you know, the FRS, the FRS, or GR eighty six, whatever you want to call so it. So, how does that make you feel? Uh, frustrating. It just only adds to the multiple uh, set of red flags that I saw throughout the article. Mm-hmm. How every car there was cheap. How <laughs> twenty two thousand is apparently cheap. I mean, cheap. I mean, that's besides news to mm, me. Mm. So besides the FRS. The chase is already on there. What other Toyota vehicle would you place on that list? What other Toyota vehicle would I place well, on that hell, list? Well, if you're saying $22,000 is cheap, I mean, why don't you just right. put a freaking uh, Supra on there? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the new Supra? For $70,000. No, not the new one. Uh, uh, I mean, the, the Mark Three, the Mark Four. Yeah, that's 70 grand. We're talking, okay, under $30,000, what Toyota cars do you think could make that list? Because does Toyota really have that many great drift cars besides the 8.6, the you can Chaser? Do a Mark III. Mark III Supra, it's not bad. No, that's horrible. They're not horrible. They're not good. They're not good, but they're not horrible. They're, they're not hmm. fun. And IS three hundred. That's actually interesting. No, this is an interesting point. Nissan IS makes more. No, no, no. And hold, I don't hold, like this. I don't like this. Hold on, hold on. The IS three hundreds were great with the wise fact. IS three hundred. Um, SC three hundreds. Okay. Okay. Great. See, all right. Um, GS three hundreds ain't bad. Okay. Um, the LS four hundred. Actually, the LS four hundred slid pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so, and are light. Yeah. So LS four hundred lighter than what I thought. What what did um I can't remember his name with the red LS four hundred. Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Mike Who? Jones. Yeah, yeah, Mike Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike Jones. He said that car was actually really light. Hmm. Yeah, I would say I would say uh, Toyota definitely has a decent amount. Okay. Good. Good. I'm just um, making sure. Just making sure because yeah, I, I was no. forgetting those for a second. I was like BMW and Nissan are. Taking over the market, you know, you Toyota, what do you got? But they have plenty of good cars yeah, out there. Actually, the SC300 should have made that list. The SC300, I yeah. think. You can I get think, those fairly I think, cheap. I think the problem is with a lot of them is that the work that you have to do to get them into a, uh, a solid performer for drifting purposes is a bit much for a lot of people to take in. So, for instance, like the Mark III Supra, you have to go through this crazy task of making it light. In order to be able to get make it a good performer, mm-hmm. the fact that it's just so heavy, the Mark III is actually heavier than the Mark IV from the factory. It's crazy. Just kind of gives you an idea of like how much work you got to put into it to make it light enough to where it's going to be f- decent or fun mm-hmm. for you to mm-hmm. work with. And then the SC three hundred, that's another heavyweight. Well, you and, just change the doors, you're good. Well, yeah, but for the most part. You've seen a lot of people just go to the extent of just trying to make it light, and I just think it doesn't help to that. Um, the manual transmission was very limited yeah, on, on the uh, non-turbos, and the fact that if you want to make power out of a Jay-Z, every, uh, everybody knows you got to turbocharge it. Yeah, that's the difference with the BMWs. You can still find a lot of the manual. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far that's as true. turnkey, right off the bat, BMWs are really hard to beat. Um, 350Cs are incredibly hard to beat. I don't, yeah. I don't know how you really can beat that car for driving, you know, just drifting. Hmm. Our G35s. Yeah. yeah so. well, well, that was there. I, I got to do some research and find out exactly who Where's Richard Reynolds is. Richard Reynolds Click Richard is. Reynolds. Click his name. Does that Usually it has like a little like bio? bio of where he is. Oh. 
Oh, he looks pretty pissed. He does look pissed. <laughs> he looks angry. Where is he? Does it say? Does, I can't read it from here. Ryan Reynolds is a writer of, with over five years' experience in various niches, including cars marketing, SaaS. Okay, that's weird. Um, he specializes in automotive articles. Really, oh, Thailand. Thailand. <laughs> Well, yeah, he looks like he's from Thailand. What? <laughs> well, that was. Well, a that explains everything. Thailand. I would have not have guessed he's from Thailand. And oh, he has an E30. He's he got an E30 that he's restoring. That's why the E30 made the list. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Well, well he's got sense. class. I'll give him that. <laughs> he's currently building his dream farm with his family in Thailand. Hmm. Man, maybe that's what I can do. I can go build a dream farm in, in Thailand with yeah. an E30. With an E30. There you go. That could be me. Life I could goals. be Richard Reynolds. You could be Richard Reynolds. Writing, uh, I can write a better article than that. Yeah, I think you can. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I don't know. You just had me thinking about just some of the other Toyota chassis. I mean, the other, the other. I mean, I'm just surprised that you were. Uh, all the different generation Miatas that, that wasn't brought up. Well, why, why just stick with just one? You have the NA, the MB, the NC. Nobody ever messes with them, you know? It's, like, so weird. It's, like, nobody ever... I don't see that many of the versions that Ryan used to drive. Yeah, the, they always, the uh, NB, I think. No. I thought the NB was a flip light. No, that's NA. NA? Oh, yeah. Okay. NB Miata is the... the, the, the Even the MX-5. Light. The new MX-5, is nice. I think it's a good-looking car. Yeah, it is. But if yeah, you... Because I actually did this a couple of years back, and I priced it out the Miata with the FRS because they were mm-hmm. the same markets, competitors, and so forth. Out of the gate, you it's the FRS is more ideal for different purposes compared to the Miata based on the mm-hmm. cost alone. Because mm-hmm. if you wanted to get a differential from the factory for uh, the Miata, right. you have to upgrade to a certain level, which ends up being a lot more um, ends up being more expensive compared to the FRS. Really, I actually like the Fiat more. Uh, the Fiat One Two Four Spider. Yeah, that yeah. thing looks cool. What happened to the Saturn Sky? That was pretty cool. No, the, the twins. Was in the solstice. Saturn yes. went out of business. No, I know Saturn went out, business. went out of business. But, I mean, they're still out there. Yeah, they're still existent. Yeah. I right. mean, that was that was out in, in Formula Drift for a while. That car was yeah. a rocket. Back How come the Chevy SS isn't on that list? Come on now. Nobody knows his rear wheel drive, probably. Or or nobody knows that it actually came over mm-hmm. here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I wonder who that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Why, okay. aren't there, why aren't there any uh, freaking Chargers and Challengers? And That's a good one. There was. There was. Mm-hmm. There was uh, that Sam Hubinette. Didn't he drive a Charger? Yeah, but there was somebody actually. Actually, Fuel Fest. Remember that guy? Yes, the red drove one. that red Charger. Yeah, it didn't do good though. I didn't do bad. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, it's not bad. I was on the stage. He wasn't doing horrible. Yeah, you didn't see. I drove one one time at the skip pad. Really? Yeah, that was uh, fun. Oh, that was a great see. exercise of just mm. dealing with all that mass, <laughs> and just mm, yeah, it's a big car. It r- a big it's it's just about wrangling people. that thing from left to right, and I'm just like, how is this even working? Right, and and. The crazy part about it is that there's no way for you to disable it, disable the trash control completely, mm-hmm. unless you buy an aftermarket, some sort of aftermarket uh, piggyback ECU. No, if it's a Hellcat, right. you could probably do it. Well, yeah, Hellcats can come with that, yeah. though. All right, but this was like... Base yeah, this model? Was before Hellcat. No, it, it had a Hemi in it. 
It was but, before the Hellcat right. came out. Yeah. Before they really started making them like performance cars. Right. What's the worst car you ever drifted? That you're just car? like, this is miserable. Miserable? Oh, man. There's so many. That's Because you drove everybody else's car. Your Z, Z4. My Z4 wasn't bad. That was bad. No. no. I mean, there was. There no, was, you just had to like work because I didn't have a, had an open diff. So you just kind of had to work the steering. That's a tough question only because. Once Ben told me, hey, listen, you got to do this with the steering wheel. I was able to go around the track. Mm-hmm. No problem. Okay. There was. Okay. There's. I can't say that. It's not an easy question because there was many bad ones for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, uh, Sam's RX-7, FC RX-7. Mm-hmm. That was bad because. That had no power steering, and uh-huh. it was on like some heavy seventeen-inch wheels. Uh-huh. So you needed to be, you need to be able to like bench press five hundred pounds, <laughs> okay, in order for you right. to be able to just turn. Right. right. So that was the, all about the setup. car. Yeah, that wasn't so much and, a car, but more. Setup. And I was just thinking about where my thought process t- towards it is that oh maybe I could get the car sideways with just a throttle mm-hmm. because that's what I would normally do if a car had no power steering. I would just mm-hmm. rely more on the throttles to kind of get the You're talking about the drift FC? going. Yeah. Yeah, the FC. Yeah, my FC was horrible. Yeah. Okay, so it's yeah. the next one. What's, FC's what's pretty no bad. One comes to mind? A stock FC is bad. All right, so well, next yeah. one, the next car comes to mind. And I think the other thing about it was I think the turbo lag didn't help either. Well, yeah, and they, they have a toe issue. They have to get like these yeah, toe, eliminators. toe eliminators. Yeah, the rear toe eliminators, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, another one that was a bit of a problem, and that was kind of this is kind of expected, was um, Pep's S2000. Oh, yeah. That was uh, yeah, an that, that was all. That's all set up, too. Yeah, and that was because there was... He had like all these different parts. I think he had he tried to put an S13... Rear uh, end, yeah, no, steering rack, something, yeah, something like that, yeah, onto it with some other parts, and I'm just like, uh, this isn't like really working out pretty well. So that was that. Another car that was pretty bad was what's this guy? Uh, Jason, was it Jason Giovanni? Jason Giovanni's blue, That's blue, uh, six box mod? No, 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 no not Jason, Jason Giovanni. No, Jason, no, Jason Guild, Guild. Jason, Guild. Yeah, Jason, Guild. Jason Guild, right? Oh, his eight six. You drove that? I drove it, and the thing about <laughs> it is that. When I drove it, it it really explained why he drove it the way that he did. Because remember how he would go into the entry to initiate the drift, how wild it would be? Yeah. How he just like fling it like from left to right just to kind of get the car going? It was so heavy. Well, on top of that, he had just this weird concoction of a steering and suspension setup. It was like Eastern team part from here, from another car. And then it was just, it just. Yeah wasn't working together well hmm. and just was just crazy heavy on the understeer from the offset huh. that you needed to go with a crazy initiation Bru- just to get it to initiate brunella z30 oh i didn't drive that that one was bad oh you drove that no i remember tim tried to drive it i think no no i never tried to drive it no or uh, asti tried to drive it one of those uh, guys i don't know uh, yeah no i think they wouldn't try to drive it, what it was paul's a- e30 how'd that go for you yeah. uh, well that was a different challenge because <laughs> yeah. the yeah. stupid steering uh, seating position <laughs> and then luckily though he was there on the passenger seat to catch the wheel <laughs> as it escaped my hands <laughs> and we fell into the forest yeah 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 so you'd have to say the um uh, Jason's was was the worst. I would I wouldn't say it was the worst, but because once you actually get it going, then you could actually you know okay. slide it. But um, last one, think, what's the last one that comes to mind? Think Another one. It, there was there was, I'm sure it was an, a 240. 
somewhat. Okay. I just can't remember why because what about just your so MR many. your um MR2 because you slid that around a couple times. That no, that, it was only like one time, and it was only because the conditions were right. Yeah, meaning that the the track was wet enough for me to actually get something going. Right, because the power and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that. <laughs> there was also this other car. Remember Eki's um. Oh. Uh, that, was it an E36 or an E30? It was an E36 with the with the Ford Mustang. The, the Ford Mustang. Yeah, that, I, I I tried that. That was miserable. Right. I, it wasn't like, the best, but yeah, it wasn't fun. I remember that. I, I want to say it's the worst, but I will say it was not fun. Okay, so you don't that have the worst. That. Um, but I, again, like I said, it, it's just it, one of those like it was. It's not so much the cars; the, it's the Ralph's uh, Miata. I never drove that. Uh, I did drive his KA86. wasn't bad. Yeah, no, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to think. Like, there must have been a 240 that I that I drove that I hated because it was a suspension setup. Could have been like, oh, like he was running positive somewhere where he wasn't supposed to. Which is a great way to just like kind of key back to uh, Chelsea's class on some of the most difficult cars that you drove. It wasn't the chassis that was a problem. It was Just the suspension setups. Setups were The wrong. geometry of the Completely suspension wrong. or whatever it was. Frankensteining different things together that made it difficult to drive. I'll give you one. Oh. I'll give you one that just hit me right now that I was just... it. Not only was it one of the worst, it was also one of the most frustrating cars mm-hmm. to drive. So remember Dorby? Yes. s But yes, uh, he had the S2000. But at one point, he had a Kuki S14. A green mm. one. Really? Yeah, he did. He had one. It was dropped. Uh, big wheels on it. Whatever. It wasn't really meant to slide. It seemed right. more like a, a show car. Stand, he sold deal. it. Yeah, stand, yeah. He sold it to somebody. Mm-hmm. And that somebody brought it out to the event one time. And he's like, hey, can you help me out with this? I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem. I drove it. It was miserable. Because it was just so low that every time that you would try to go uh, get it sideways, it was just rub on any everything. Ah, uh, okay. And you couldn't. But that do- goes back to setup, right? Exactly. Yeah. But it was just rub on everything, and then you couldn't really do much with it. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things I told him is like either a you raise up the car because it's way too low, right. it's ridiculously low, or you just go with a different set of wheels or tires because you're really not going to get far with this because it's not meant to be drifted. Right. And hmm. never I forgot saw it again. I never saw it again because I think. The owner just got frustrated with it, either with the car, or with drifting in general, or just lost interest, and then just decided to move on to something else. Yeah, well, but <laughs> yeah, um, it's just something I probably have to circle back to. Just yeah, no, there was a lot of cars that we had. It would, it would mostly likely be something that came during like a skid pad event. Yeah, the three uh, most yeah. painful to watch cars that look like or struggled from you know going to county line. Was um, Jacob and African Nissan 200 SX? Oh, yeah, the yeah, that, that one 300 S, oh, 300, ZX, whatever it was. Yeah, the, the, the ah, yes, yes, you're right. The Z31, right? Z31, Z31, yeah, yeah the Z31. Z31. That looked miserable, right? Just yeah. looked miserable every time I saw it. Okay, most of people, I don't want names, but he doesn't watch the same, but Jerry's Supra. Oh, yeah, just was, looked like he just couldn't okay. get traction. He eventually just, got right. it though. Yeah, but he's still when he got it, it still wasn't like, oh yeah. my gosh, he's killing it. It mm, was, it was yeah. looked like that car was, I don't know, he looked like he was always fighting that car. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then the other one, the last one is going to be, oh, I just had it. it was, so is that uh, Jerry's Supra? Oh, the S2000. That's just, every one? time. Um, Dorby's. Okay. No, Dorby's and, well, I no, mean, not Dorby's, Peps, Peps was miserable. Peps was the but one. But basically any S2000 that came out just always looked like it was miserable to watch. Like mm. just like looked like it was a challenge. How about those are uh, three? Those are three worst cars. When, uh, uh, what's his name? Crashed his FD at the skid pad. FD at the skid pad. FD at the skid pad. Yeah, it was the guy that um, that built Pettit. Pettit was out driving. Oh, he yeah, was, that's right. We, he did. He, hit he his got FD. into drifting in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he did hit. And then he crashed his FD in the skid pad, and then that was the last time. Yeah, he the, ever... the worst crash that we had at the skid pad was um, uh, Nino. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. that was bad. That was bad. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, now that we're talking about like the cars that looked bad from from the outsider perspective, was uh, this guy named Phil. It's part of ROK back oh, in the Phil, day, Phil. and he was driving uh, an Infinity M20. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. I was that that drive. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I remember that car, but I don't remember watching M30. 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 I think the it M30. Was it M30? Because yeah, yeah, M20 is front wheel drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't even know if there's an M20, but I know this. Is, I think it's M30. It's an M20, is that what you <laughs> No, we did the G30, the G20. What the hell was that? G20. The G20 what is what yeah. I was thinking of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's M30. It's that weird convertible thing. It's supposed to be like a 240, thing. apparently. But it had uh, it had trailing arm uh, rear end, not not 240 rear end. Yeah. Well, so it was a little different. Um, that one was weird. Hmm. I think what else? Um, I don't know. Yeah. But those are the three most miserable ones I remember. Yeah, there's watching. a lot of bad cars out there. Like that were like consistent. Anytime I saw those cars, because I think somebody else tried to come out with a 300Z that um, Jacob had, and it just it was miserable. And anytime somebody can actually, well, it looked good. Ahmed had the nicest looking super that came out because it was slammed, mm-hmm. but it was so he, slammed yeah, was, he would spin was, out a lot. He, he yeah, was struggling was with that to too. That, yeah. So those 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 MK3 supers were just not. Not ideal. Even um, what's his face with the Barra in it? He looks like he's always fighting that car. Ah, forgot his name now. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, from SC and S. I hate yeah, those cars. I mean, I just don't. Uh, MK3? I hate those cars. Yeah, I, I no, I like the way they look, like drag Slam style, slam to hell, like going top line, running down the highway. I think they look beautiful, mm-hmm. but sideways, there's certain cars I just no, it doesn't look good sideways. It looks good as a drag car slammed to the ground, mm-hmm. not as a. Uh, uh, that's a drift car. Yeah. Anyhow, what do you think? What else? It's eleven forty. No, I think that's I think that's pretty much covered everything that we uh, wanted to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was. And now you have me trying to go back to the rolodex of all of the vehicles that I've encountered throughout the years, and just yeah, trying to see exactly like what were some of the there worst. There's a lot but, of them, man. There, there's a lot of them. I'm sure uh, stuff will pop in your head. I, I'm sure Paul witnessed uh, an RX8, a blue one, one yeah, time. Yeah, blue one. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time crashed and I wish witnessed that one crashing on the wall. Yeah. 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 That was we, we thought he had the traction control off and the whole time we found out no, it really wasn't all the way off. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what happened there. Yep. <laughs> oh well. Mysteries of life. Mysteries in any case, uh, folks, I uh, want to thank you for uh, tuning in uh, and bearing with us with all the technical difficulties. Hopefully next time around, uh this area, this neighborhood will have its uh, resources in check and order. Mm-hmm. So that way we don't have to struggle like we did. But in any case, uh, we hope to catch you next time. Until then, take care and good night.